Alright, welcome back to Drinky Files. This is probably the biggest show we've ever had, and we're doing it up right now on the show. Woo! Welcome to Drinky Files. We're back. This is episode 20. 20. You it's have kind 20 of, episodes yeah. of this. I know. Hey. It's kind of an episode 20 spectacular, to be honest. It, it kind of is. Uh, we should introduce ourselves. Who? who we should. Who is this mysterious <laughs> show? Who is what, Ryan? Who is this mysterious voice that is hosting the show? Okay, turn off your I... video. And the mysterious voice that is hosting the show is Dino. I am Dino. And uh, with me, as always, is Ryan. Hey. Also I'm... known as, who the hell do you think I am? It's <laughs> a good question. It's a very good exactly. question. Exactly. Yeah, All no, right, we have, uh, what? Never mind. We have three guests. Steven, Chris, and Nick. And I forget, what do yes. we do with guests? I don't know. <laughs> we're gonna what do, do, it what this do way. you do with guests? This is how we're going to do Well, we generally put our dicks in them, but this is what we're going to do this <laughs> We're going to have them... We're going <laughs> to have them introduce themselves oldest to youngest, and you should all know who that is, so we're just going to do it that way. So the oldest person, go first. That's me, right, Chris? Or is that you? Were you February 90? Yeah. The, okay, then I'm the oldest. Okay. All right, so I'm Chris. Uh, I am a uh, MFA. <laughs> um, a motherfucker. Yes. That's <laughs> 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 uh, I do uh, instructional design on a contract basis right now. Uh, I'm also a writer and a game designer. I um, studied game design throughout college, and that's what my MFA is in, actually. So, uh, yeah, I'm a geek. Excellent, excellent. Steven, we know who you are. Who are you? I'm Steven, apparently. Um, <laughs> I do mobile dev. Um, doing a bunch of side projects right now. Way more than I probably should, but yeah. I do mobile dev, Android and iOS, but kind of fuck iOS because it sucks, and Android is way easier to dev for and better. So, yeah. Isn't it? Yes. All right, and now for, I believe, the... Is this the youngest person in the chat? Yes. Well, he's not drinking, so... <laughs> yeah, turn yeah. on your video for a second, man. Introduce yourself <laughs> hey. to the people. I am Nick. I uh, am fresh out of high school, so I am... Uh, my, my job is video editing, but I'm trying to work on a career in music, so... Is this a Drinky Files first, someone who's not drinky? Yes, yeah, it is. It's the first. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, so. I'm drinking wow. some nice... Derp pepper. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I believe uh, is that all. Ryan, did you introduce yourself, sir? No. Nope. Hey, I'm Ryan. I'm one of the hosts of the show. I should have gone second. <laughs> yeah, Probably. you should have. Yeah. You should have. God damn it! Was, you are the co-bookended. I was on the ball, getting Dean to introduce himself. And then I promptly dropped the ball. Oh, At least balls okay. were involved. We I mean, balls are awesome. But no, we bookended the introductions with uh, with hosts, so I think that's good. We can call that production. Nice. All right, let's do it. Hey, we've got drinks. We do have drinks. <laughs> we do have drinks. Right, I want to go so. first because I'm super uh, super interested in what I'm drinking right now. Actually, All right. this the best, best damn root, root beer. Five point five ABV. 
That's not bad. Uh, it's pretty damn good. I like it. It tastes like alcoholic A&W root beer. It's really good. All right, Ryan, you were trying to go, so what's yours? All right, well, actually, uh, Chris, Steven, and I will have similar drinks. It's a spiced rum and surge. So, uh, uh, <laughs> so okay. yeah, Chris welcome to the 90s, 90s, man. Throwback to yeah. the 90s, yeah. Um, uh, the, the surge what did you decide the name of that was? Being, <laughs> well, the, the surge and Kraken specifically, I like to call the bayou. Because it looks oh, like yeah. shit water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm gonna do this real quick because I think it might be funny. Do do what? Excellent. That this right here. Yes, that is surge. 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 They now have it in stores again, which is kind of awesome. Isn't it? And uh, we're never going back to Skype. Absolutely fuck Skype. We just got. We just had the hardest time trying to make Skype work. We spent two two hours. Two hours. Two hours. Two hours trying to get Skype to work. That is. And then we spent about two. That is unfucking necessary. (laughs) Right? It was just a matter of finding the invite. That oh, it's bullshit, man. I do want to show you something I've been working on. This is um. I don't want to get too visually focused because this is an audio medium, but I do want to show you something I've been working on because I'm pretty fucking proud of it. Let me uh, let me move it over here and do another screen share because I uh, I'm pretty happy with how this has turned out and I'd like you to see it. So are, this is what we we've just, got. Are we just moving right on here already? We're just gonna not yet, not yet. But I I just remembered I want to show this. Is, is it a video intro for Drinky Files, a audio podcast? It is. Uh, well, for the video section of the podcast, and it's. Gotcha. Uh, I'm gonna add audio and stuff to it, but that's. It took me about three hours to make that last night. Uh, How much I've drinking never were used... you doing while you were making it? None. I've been out. Of, that I've was been the problem. Of, I actually went right, but I actually went to the liquor store today to try and buy booze. So I get to the liquor store, and I'm there, and I'm looking, and the parking lot's empty. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I get out of my truck. Yeah, I get out of my truck. I go to try the door. Nothing happens. And then I remember, it's fucking Sunday. See, I worked yesterday, so this is my Saturday. So I go up there, I try to open the door. It's fucking Sunday in Texas. Mm -hmm. God damn it. We can't and sell there's no alcohol. clay either, so it's like... Yeah, you also, you can't buy beer until noon on Sundays, so yep. fuck Texas. It was kind of funny. Right? We went it's on insanity. The, uh, we went on a family vacation to Arizona at one point, and we grabbed some beer uh, on Sunday, and it was super weird for me because I was buying it before noon, and I was like, oh, I can do this. <laughs> so <laughs> You can do that in a state that isn't so focused on fucking religion that you're not allowed to teach kids how to use a goddamn... Con- I'm mad. I'm mad about it. I'm upset. <laughs> you should be mad about I, uh, it. I just like any time I travel out of state, both to like Louisiana and Arizona, that you can just walk into a fucking gas station or convenience store and buy yeah. liquor. When I travel to Chicago, out of state, go ahead, Nick. First, go. Okay. One of my one of my favorite things about going out of state is uh, you only see pickup trucks from drivers who need them. <laughs> <laughs> You don't, you don't uh, see the giant SUVs without back seats, basically, just driving everywhere. Yep. yep. Yeah, That's a I'm thing. with you. So when I went to I like uh, Chicago... I like my truck! <laughs> <laughs> when I went to Chicago for business, because my company was based up there, um, I was wanting to get, like, beer, hard cider, something. So I went to CVS, 
because I think this was the first time I went up there, and it was like a Sunday or something, and I was like, okay, I just want something because I, I don't have to do work today because it's Sunday. And they just had bottles of rum at CVS. And I'm like, okay, yes, please, I'll buy this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's for self-medication after all. So exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Fuck yes. Medicine. 99 bottles of rum on the wall, 99 <laughs> bottles of rum. Take one down, lick your asshole, 99 bottles of rum. <laughs> I, I was going to say take one down, pass it around, get alcohol poisoning, but... <laughs> Take one down, pass it around. Everybody has mono now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're never to share bottles with you guys. Just <laughs> nah, we don't. Nobody. We. I do want to say PSA: Don't share bottles with people. If you're gonna share something with people while you're imbibing of any substance, make sure it's needles. Only share needles. That's the safest thing to do. Only share needles. The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cut that in, <laughs> Also, I'm noticing a little right, bit of a, uh, a little bit of a lag in the messaging. There is yeah, some. There is there's some. a little bit. But it'll be alright. Uh, we so we'll, we'll fight through it. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, we can we can fight through it. Um, I do want to say, uh, uh, present company, I don't lag. think will be. Dude, that was the laggiest thing I've heard all day. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to say I was uh I like the automatic video switching too. Jesus yeah. fuck, this is so much better than Skype. So <laughs> Skype is uh, Satan. Skype is literally <laughs> Satan and not in a good way. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not like the cool metal Satan. It's just like eternal suffering Satan. <laughs> Dave Grohl as Satan. Yes. <laughs> he was in Tenacious Deep. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I do want to say, um, present company probably won't be too worried if I bring this up, so I'm going to bring it up. Uh, so the Pope, I just heard about this today because I don't follow Zika, but the Pope said it's okay to use contraception. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Pope said it's okay to use contraception to fight Zika. Wow. Uh, oh. uh, uh. <laughs> what? It's okay to use Contra? That's my favorite game. <laughs> no, you can use you can use contraception to fight Zika. Just so um, I, there are numerous problems with this. The first of which is that's the exception. Then, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, so my first question is AIDS. Like, you can't use contraception to fight AIDS. No, just Zika. that's the gay disease. <laughs> that's sin. So, fuck all that. Okay. All right. Second question. And this is my problem with general rules-based religion. Second question is this. Um, God is an all-knowing being, correct? And God's rule was that you can't use contraception, right? So um, why is Zika a thing then? And then for the Pope to come around and be like, no, you can use contraception to fight Zika, it's like, well, then why did God make the rule in the first place? Or, you know, the rule slash Zika in the first place. Either one solves the problem. It if kind it of implies exist. that it wasn't a God-made rule if the rule can be changed by not God. Oh, dude, dude, you are not allowed to say that the Pope does not have a direct connection with <laughs> God and Almighty. Like, oops. Well, wait, wait, oops. isn't the Pope supposed to create his own rules, or is he getting them God, allegedly? The idea is that they are uh, divine in their... Yeah, you know, they're divinely like a prophet. from God. 
Exactly. Okay. Um, Actually, the Pope is God. Like, I'm pretty sure all Catholics just worship the Pope. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> not, not, not strictly That's, speaking. As, as a former We're Catholic. opening up a bit of a can of worms there. Um, <laughs> that's a, that's a, yeah, that's a that's actually a conversation I've had with Catholics <clears throat> is the idolatry conversation. It's a very interesting one. That there's a there's a way of looking at it that it's that Catholics generally use that I personally don't agree with, but I totally see how it makes sense. Um, yeah, there's there's a really weird don't you know there's a really weird fine line because uh, we're 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 Protestant now, um, or at least I am. Nick is. Um, and I, I grew up Catholic, and one of the reasons that we actually moved away from Catholicism was concerns over idolatry and that sort of thing. Um, I think it really comes down to personal preference and personal taste. I think there's some people who maybe yeah. take a little bit too far, and there's some people who have the statues and have all this different stuff, but um, they're not idolizing them. So it's it really does, I think, come down to personal um, your, your personal you position. Yeah, and how you practice. Right. and. Yeah. I What's funny is that's a very Protestant thing to say, <laughs> which I'm yeah. kind of a Protestant <laughs> mindset to Catholics, but uh, I don't know. You just got to be more Protestant, Catholics. Come on. <laughs> Since you are kind of guys, hey, can you hear me? Just yes. stop being yeah. Catholic. All right. Just Since we kind of got serious problem. with this, I just want to say that's like a joke that I tell my Catholic friend Stephanie. Like, like What joke? I wasn't serious. About Catholics worshiping the Pope. Oh, yeah. Wait, she's Catholic? very Catholic. <laughs> she's in the Catholic sorority. Right. Ooh. Right. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's very Catholic. Um and This the, I'm so good. The, <laughs> she she is very Catholic, and hopefully she doesn't watch this. Because she's very Catholic in the sense that Catholics pick and choose which rules matter. Yeah. Well, it's like, uh, <clears throat> it's like a lot Pretty of... Pretty much every religious like, person does that, though, mm. so... I mean, it's yes, true. but Catholics exactly more than right. most, it seems. That's exactly... I wouldn't even say more than most. I would say, though, that most Catholics are suffering Catholics, like, in that it's just really difficult to balance several of the of the different rules and, and like viewpoints and things like that. Just like the contraception and Zika thing. It's like so that's like the one exception, really. it it just doesn't make a lot of sense. But it's whatever. It's that's about here that's what you're gonna get into when you get into any system that's that's built on rules and stuff like is that rules contradict themselves all the time and that's almost exclusively what they do. So it happens. Yeah, let's see into the rules versus guidelines discussion. Uh, where it's like this is this is good practice generally speaking, but then when you need to make an exception, you can make an exception. You know, it's yeah. Where, where do you draw that line? And that's just a that's just a thing with human nature in general. Uh, you know, society. There are more and, guidelines than actually. I was gonna make that comment. So <laughs> yes, yes. I was thinking that. Too. I was thinking that. Too. <laughs> um. All right. So, uh, Ryan, I assume yeah. you had something that you wanted to talk about. I did. And that is. I said I assume. <laughs> I did. I, I do. You know what happens when you assume? Something about asses. Uh, yes. Something about ume? Umami? Umami. I don't know. That sounds good. What? Why are we telling your moment jokes now? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> if this podcast had rails, I think we uh, I think we're off them now. They uh, never had rails. Never had rails. No. no, no, there were never any rails. Ryan's the rails right were alive. My window. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
<laughs> yeah, so the four of us who aren't Dean right now are actually uh, broadcasting from Steven's apartment. So you can actually see Steven behind me here. Uh, and then Nick is actually in the room that's behind Ryan. So uh, it, it's this kind of like weird... Steven's bed right now. <laughs> That'll never happen again. <laughs> that's sexy. You know what you should do? You know... Don't, uh, don't, say don't say masturbate. Don't say masturbate. Don't undercut my joke. Sorry, talking to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna say There's you should so take the lag. opportunity to jerk it. <laughs> you should take the opportunity to jerk it in uh, Stephen's bed. No, no, I already told him not to. When he went in there, I told I him not said to. I was going to not. <laughs> I, I don't remember Stephen saying anything about not shitting in his bed. That's still on the camera. <laughs> 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 don't do anything in my bed that's other than just sitting there. Again, we come to the rules versus guidelines. So, like, if you didn't say you couldn't... <laughs> yeah, Stephen, you don't talk to God. No. <laughs> I was I was given no more guidelines for what I could or couldn't do out on the balcony, so I'm just gonna drop my pants real quick and push it over the edge. <laughs> okay, I see. <laughs> You're outdoors. I You're just coughed. He's in your head. head. Okay. So there's that. Actually, this brings me to an interesting thing. Actually, um, okay. okay. Why is it? That go. Question. Just quick. What? I. Why is it that people that dudes specifically want to piss off of a tall thing? <laughs> I don't. I've never I don't. That urge. I do. I've never had that You've urge, but I've known people urge? that had that urge. No. I always Damn. have. If I'm on a tall thing, I want to piss off of it. Oh, damn Directly. It, <laughs> no, Sounds like maybe you want to see someone about that. Do what, Ryan? Now I want to piss off the balcony. Do it. Like, I mean, just, the, just the apartment under me. The apartment under me, the people that live there are assholes to their dogs and just leave their dogs there all the time alone. So I say go for it, but don't um, take that as me actually saying you can do it. I was just, just going to say, like, oh, this balcony has bad personal hygiene. Like, <laughs> it's not a very good <laughs> Who noticed the title of this hangout? I did. Uh, I'm raising my hand, but you can't see. Was it Cthulhu? I, no. I saw that. It was something about booties. No? I guess nope. I didn't notice. Nope, this hangout... Yeah. This hangout, uh, no, uh, Steven is correct. It's not Cthulhu. Okay. It's Swiggity Swooty, Look at That Booty. <laughs> that is the title of this hangout. Would do. So, booty is in pirates, so that kind of ties into our guidelines theme. Yes, booty. Ah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. You better start believing in ghost stories. <laughs> You're in one! <laughs> That's not the line at all. I just blew no, it. We're also drinking rum. Appropriate. Yes. Yes. Well, yeah. Pirates uh, drink surge. Energy drink in it. Yeah. Do pirates drink surge? Do we know that? <laughs> uh, there was a surge of in the 1500s. Do do, do <laughs> pirates count as pirates? Yeah. They <laughs> drink exclusively surge. <laughs> That's how they fought off scurvy. I'm only. <laughs> yeah, it is a citrus drink. <laughs> Yeah. They, they had to deal with storm surges, so I mean, you know. Oh, goodness. They also had to deal with power surges, surges that tie in with piracy. They had to deal with power surges? What, Ryan? <laughs> That's what I said. I don't, I don't like think there were a lot of pirates mean? with... 
Well, what yeah, kind of pirates are we talking about here? Like Caribbean pirates or like space pirates? A space pirate. Yeah, like golden age of piracy. Oh, okay. I was talking about golden age of piracy, like you know, pirate pirates. Yo ho. Mm. Yeah. And, and mean, a bottle of rum. But we could we can expand that term towards piracy at large, you know. I was thinking more like Mass Effect Batarian type, like they're gonna raid your spaceship and steal all of your credits. They, they stole my chit. I, no, they stole your credits. Like, like they, no, they and then they took your resume and they wrote their name at the top. Oh, of yours. those credits. Okay. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Oh. <laughs> gotcha. All, all the video games you designed instead of that would be an interesting uh, form of piracy. Just... Resume piracy. <laughs> Stealing credit. Did you guys, okay, did so you guys apparently, see, see what? Uh, there's a new form of spear phishing. Not, not like because I tend to my my jokes for the night are all taking things and saying other contexts for the words like spear phishing when you send someone in an email and try and get their password or whatever. There's a new form of that. Oh, like pH phishing. Yeah, oh. like pH phishing. Oh. I thought you meant like literally like yeah, I thought that too. Fish. I was like, new spear phishing is kind of an ancient thing. Like, how do you make that new? <laughs> no, sorry, uh, pH fishing. Yeah, we're gotcha. reinventing the art of spear phishing. In <laughs> <laughs> the wheel while we're at it. What yeah. criminals will do is send you a text message saying your account has been compromised and you need to send them your two-factor authentication code to verify that you still have the account. How are people your... that stupid? <laughs> I have no idea. And that's the thing. No matter how many different factors of authentication you have, there is no security stronger than stupidity. None. Seriously. <laughs> no security speaker. They can protect you against stupidity. Yes, yeah. that. Yes. But where does the spear it's come It's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're just holding it. They're just holding it while they send the text. <laughs> well, I thought it was just going to be like this weird twist at the end where, like, instead of stealing your info, they just come and stab you with a spear. <laughs> as soon as it pops up on your mobile device, they stab you, take your phone, and uh, punch in the number. <laughs> no, they got a they got a miniature spear at a at a uh, at a gift shop, and they type with it. That's what they type with. Oh, okay, uh, that I'm, makes way more sense. I, I was just gonna Nathan Fillion this, and the spear is my penis. Oh. <laughs> or um, maybe it's because they're getting straight to the point. Okay. Okay. Yeah, um, that's possible. I like okay, doing. I have a question. How many people are vaping in this hangout? Uh, three. three of us. Three out of five. Three of us. Three out of five. Okay. All right. Three out of five. Vape cast. What flavor are you vaping, Stephen? I am vaping blueberry or blue raspberry. Fuck. Uh, blue raspberry mixed with like a menthol thing. Cause Jake brought me one that was like a fruity mentholy deliciousness. Uh, but if I vaped only that, it got super fucking harsh in a couple days on my throat. So I mix it with a blue raspberry that Daniel, one of our Ingress friends, makes and charges me $5 a bottle. It's kind of awesome. Um, I'm actually buying more from him tomorrow. Um, it's really good. <laughs> really, Dean? <laughs> Again, we're never going back to Skype. How do we do that? How? I, how? I need to do this. I think it's the PC thing, Steve. God you can do damn it. Yeah, it's, it's one of the plugins. Um... Yeah, it's one of the plugins. Oh, the eye patch is a nice touch. <laughs> Dean is the only person. That's exactly. Who I, like. I like how the vape cloud goes underneath yeah. your hat. It's just like a vape cloud wearing a pirate hat. In a patch. 
A beard over your beard. Beardophiles? Dual beards, yeah. I can't. I can't see. I'm so disappointed. Why can't you see? Why can't you see? Everyone else's video is working except for Dean's. Yeah, Dean's video just stopped working for uh, me. So. Um, did I maybe turn it off in control room? No, I didn't. Oh, yeah, I did. Ha! There it is. No, wait, now that's off. Ah, there it's back. It's not bad. <laughs> it's not back? No. Well, that's upsetting. Uh, maybe it'll come back. I'm not sure. Maybe if I cycle it. I'm not going to be troubleshooting during a show. Okay, so, um, okay. <laughs> because it's showing up for me, and so I assume it's showing up for everybody. Um, I, uh... Well, you know what happens when you assume. Something but, about what was I going to say? Something about asses? We were talking about vape juice. Oh, Vapecast. Yeah, it was Vapecast. Vapecast. Um, so, Ryan, what are you? Fried Oreo. Show it again. It's fried Oreo. It is smells a, fucking uh, amazing. It tastes fucking amazing. Is yeah, that... it does. Is that a uh, is that a premium flavor from yeah, the shop from over Fried. there? Yeah, it's from Fried, F R Y D, and yeah, I got it from a Big Tex Vape. Yeah, um, I, uh, I I'm over here. What is it? What is it? Does it just taste like Oreos? It tastes like fried Oreos. Yeah, it tastes like fried delicious sweetness. Yeah, it smells good. That's excellent. Um, it actually smells predominantly I'm, like Oreos, but it tastes yeah. predominantly like fried batter. The, yeah. the smell reminded me of Oreos, the old cereal. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's that do you, is know, do you know the story of why they got rid of that? No, I have no idea. Oh yeah, Dean, yeah, you'll like this. You'll like this. You, you'll like this. Uh, basically. Okay, basically, why did they get rid of it? There was a weird government regulation saying that cereal had to have less uh, sugar, so they changed their recipe uh, to have less sugar, but then the market wouldn't have that, so it just went out of the business. Because it tasted like shit. Mm-hmm. I am, I am 100% okay with that result. <laughs> <laughs> that surprises me. You're okay with the result? Well, no, I'm not okay with the regulation. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. The result result is where the truth lies. Um, (laughs) So, guys, I want you to know, Kenny Chesney is the most metal musician ever. Really? Why is this? Okay. From Rolling Stone. In 2013, a Kenny Kenny Chesney concert in Pittsburgh's PNC Park resulted in over 70 arrests brawls, and 30 tons of trash left at the venue. The country star returned to Pennsylvania City Saturday night for, to the Pennsylvania City Saturday night for another concert, and while the aftermath wasn't as severe the second time around, the gig ended with 37 people taken to area hospitals, as well as a handful of arrests uh, despite the arrests, hospitalizations, and garbage the Chesney concert left in its wake, Pittsburgh Chief Operations Officer uh, Guy Costa told the Post-Gazette that the city was very pleased with their response to the gig. <laughs> um, I have many questions. I mean, comparatively, maybe. The first yeah, question right? is, what the fuck? And, and, I, I don't I, know. I don't I, know. I, I don't get it. I don't either. Drunk Southerners? Doesn't seem that weird to me. I mean... (laughs) It was in Pennsylvania! Yeah, that's not south. They could have migrated north. Okay, so maybe this is one of those cases of... country, you know? When when you take the the way Southerners talk and have it be taken literally by Northerners, that's what happens. Maybe? That's fair. (laughs) No, that sounds ridiculous. (laughs) 
kind of like religion, actually. We uh, we are in the South in the Bible Belt. We uh, there are a lot of things in the Bible that if you took them literally, it would be bad. But we don't take them all literally, even if you say you're uh, supposed to. You, you don't, Chris. But <laughs> a lot of people do. But yeah, selectively. Again, we go back to the uh, the selective. Yeah, that's belief. why the South is the way it is. Yeah, that's true. Um, I did want to say as well, um, I think we've hit a point, and this is something that I actually have been wanting to talk about for a while, and it has nothing to do with how fucking metal Kenny Chesney is. Um, <laughs> it has everything to do with the fact that the American market is no longer the most important market for movies. Or cell phones. Would that be uh, Bollywood now? Well, yeah. No. China. Nope. China. Uh, China. The Warcraft yeah. movie failed miserably here. But holy it was fuck, a did bomb. it succeed in China? Like holy shit! It was. It got an amazing reception in China. I, I am liked the Warcraft movie. I saw it. I liked it. But I played WoW for ten years, so I don't know. You you understood it. That's the thing. Is yeah. it was a movie that was. Um, it was kind of like uh, Batman vs Superman in that if you didn't know the comics, you didn't know a lot of what was going on. Uh, Warcraft was kind of like that for fans of the. Well, well that, that movie was also just bad on a, a number of. For a number which of one, Nick? Batman. I liked Batman v Superman, but that was me. No, so on, I'm gonna do a thing real fast. Your conversation, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna okay. Do a thing. What What are you doing? Oh, okay. He's muting himself. Ryan I'm leaving the call. The call. I oh, suppose. I think Ryan's probably gonna join me in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> As he fucking should. Exactly. Steven, cycle your video. You're not showing up. Okay. Is Ryan still um, on the porch? Yeah, he is. I think he might be switching the laptop. Yeah, he took his laptop out there. I'm gonna go outside with him. I had. Oh, he just rejoined. Oh, you got Nick, your laptop, Nick, Ryan. Don't, Nick. No, you were in the isolation chamber because your mic is shit. Remember? <laughs> I know, but if I'm using just just stand if, behind if, Ryan, we'll be able to see you that. Way. Yeah, just stand behind him. Outside. Just just stand behind him. We can just see that. Everybody. Way. I'm just having a lot of. Do you have more than so one chair on the porch? Do we what, Dean? You, yeah, actually, if if you have more than one chair, it's probably best that Ryan and Nick are on the same machine. Uh, actually, yeah, that's not a bad idea. If because I'm having you a turn lot off your of phone. Issues. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's I'll, do that. I'll go My drink is actually gone, so. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so do, do you, you guys want to go to a break, and we yes. can shuffle, and then yes. we can come back and uh, and keep talking? Sounds good. All right, taking a break. Break. Now that I'm back. change of cameras yeah yeah everything's different now i'm scared change isn't always bad steven ryan and i are having a threesome nope change is always bad i'm scared of change why do you think i hate millennials hey there's a threesome going on in my bed right now 
So and Chris is how I feel. Chris is the one who's left out. Yeah. And very glad for him. Why? <laughs> I would <laughs> totally join if I could. Would you rather have a threesome or have whiskey? I think I would go with the whiskey. I, uh, it depends on how many penises. They're both intoxicating. <laughs> Three people. <laughs> okay, who has two dicks? Admit it now. No, there's just one sitting around. <laughs> and this is My slowly goes up. <laughs> Reddit, the double dick guy on Reddit has two dicks? Yeah, I remember that guy's AMA. Yeah. It was actually was really interesting. Yeah. I, I said really interesting. Wasn't it? He drew, he drew sketches of the sexual positions and the various orgies he's had. It was the best AMA ever. I Thanks. agree with that, honestly. Yeah. I didn't actually read the AMA. I just saw the picture and noped out. <laughs> <laughs> noped out, yeah. Okay, so... Um, how many of you actually give a shit about Independence Day? Not the not the holiday. That's happening now. I mean the actual like the one that matters, the movie. Oh, I've actually never seen it. I'm I'm not opposed to well, it. The the movie, the new one just came out, Chris. There was one. And yeah, like, I know, I know. The rebooting. Six. But you're well, it's not a reboot. It's a direct it's sequel. It's a sequel. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. The reviving. We can go with that. I've only seen the original once, so I give like one fuck. <laughs> I think that. that counts. That counts as one. I, I'll I'll probably want to see the new one, but not in theaters. I'll download it like I would download a card. A friend so. of a friend of mine once told me that one equals one, and I said, "What is this witchcraft?" <laughs> <laughs> is Will Smith in the new one? Um, no, Will Smith refused to be in the new one. No, he didn't refuse to be in the new one. He was in uh, Suicide Squad, and he couldn't film it at the same time. Oh. Correct? I thought it, I thought it was because he wanted $50 million. I thought that was Willis that refused yeah. to be in it. I thought it was, yeah, I thought that was Willis. Because Will Smith, I think, said he would have if he could have. But he was doing Suicide Squad, which is arguably more important anyway. If it if it turns out to be good, then yeah, because Independence Day Resurgence sucked asshole apparently. Did it? Have you seen it? No, but I, everybody is even people who liked the first one are saying this second one is just shit. Really? The trailer looked really well, good. Well, I mean, some movies really just don't need sequels, and Independence yeah. strikes me as the kind of movie that doesn't need a sequel. It looks like a movie to me that was just made for the special effects, which yeah, mm. which is not a good reason to make a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, but I also saw 2012 and enjoyed it, so my opinion is invalid. Yes. Yeah, it is. (laughs) If you enjoyed 2012, your opinion is absolutely invalid. (laughs) I feel, Uh, of course, there are like two other people I've met ever who share my opinion. I feel like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is in that same category. Like, I just didn't like Guardians of the Galaxy. I haven't seen it, but... You, okay, your opinion is wrong, and you should be ashamed of yourself. (laughs) I agree with Dean. All right. <laughs> I, I, I'll just wallow in my misery for a little bit. From what I've seen, actually, I, think I agree with you. Just because Marvel movies have gotten to the point where they're all about the special effects and about no, selling, no, uh, selling no, no, movies. No, 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 no. Civil War, no. dude. Did you watch Civil War? Civil War wasn't bad. Was it? I didn't see it because yeah. I'm just... The, dude, the, Captain, America, the Captain America, Captain America trilogy. America, oh, yes. so good. Captain Especially America Winter Soldier. Good. Winter Soldier was what? awesome, yeah. Iron Man got rough at the end. Yeah, um, yeah I stopped watching. the Dark World was rough. Actually, Iron there's, Man 2. There's not an Iron Man 4. I think he means just Marvel universe oh, okay. in general. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, this is the thing about it, too, is, like, Marvel stuff is, I mean, 
even the worst Marvel movie is better than like a regular middling Hollywood movie. I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, kind of. My problem with Guardians of the Galaxy was like it was. And I don't know if this was intentional or not, but it was just like sci-fi movie tropes yeah. together. Like, there was nothing that I cared about in that movie, nothing new or different or interesting. Uh, no, I don't think it was supposed to have anything new or different or interesting. It was... I, what, what was cool about it was the tone, and it was also just a sci-fi love letter. It was like, this is everything we love about sci-fi. Here you go. And that's why I liked it so much. It's the same reason I like Kingsman. Kingsman is nothing but a love letter to old-school spy movies, and it's awesome. See, the uh, the Overthinking It guys, who I really respect, also really liked uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and they talked about the, the tone of the movie mm-hmm. as being really important, and I just didn't care. I thought the tone was awesome, because to me, Guardians of the Galaxy, essentially, not that the Marvel properties have been dark <coughs> at all, because they haven't. The darkest movie we've gotten was probably Civil War. The Marvel, and that wasn't all that, there were still jokes, and it was still, you know, Ant-Man was still funny, and all this other stuff. Um, I think Guardians of the Galaxy was really important in that it kind of gave everybody the lesson that you can have a ton of fucking fun with a movie and be totally earnest with his, with it as well, which I think fucking Scott Snyder could learn from. <laughs> I mean, being earnest doesn't make a movie good. <laughs> being earnest basically just means your name is Ernest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what I mean is like... Hi, I'm Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> I do. You can make a super fun film and still take it seriously, and you don't have to treat it with kid gloves. You can make a really fun movie, and it still has stakes, and it still has character, and it still has all these things that makes movies good. Which See, um, I, I disagree with one of your points there. Guardians of the Galaxy had no stakes. Um, well, that's probably true. I feel like... That's that's true. The the Marvel properties have all been like we have to grab that gem, yo. Um, but I, I think the Marvel, I think Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> I think Guardians of the Galaxy. Grab that gem. I think Guardians of the Galaxy is gonna have uh, stakes retroactively. Like I think when Guardians of the Galaxy show up in the first uh, in the first Infinity War movie, everything that happened in that movie is going to matter a lot. And um, yeah, but I mean, I still it still had great characters. It was a ton of fun. It was a love letter to sci-fi, and it, the tone was awesome. And I think it was an important movie too because it, it proved that. You don't have to be Star Wars to make an awesome, fun sci-fi movie. I mean, I feel like Firefly also proved that. That's exactly right. But I felt like Guardians was a love letter to Firefly as well. I think that what might be happening here, and I haven't seen enough of Guardians to be able to say if it does this, but you run into this issue sometimes where when you want to up the stakes, you up the the kind of the bigness of the conflict. And so Guardians of the Galaxy are saving Earth, right? Yeah. But the, the Well, no, you weren't be... saving Earth. Guardians of the Galaxy, part of what made the stakes not really matter mm-hmm. in Guardians is that it didn't take place on Earth. Mm-hmm. It was out there. Right. Um, but weren't they still trying to do something that, like, they're kind of like the first line of defense, like, if they get past dust, then Earth is doomed or something like that? Well, no, they're not. Like, not yet. In the in the comics, yes. Okay. But um, in the movies, guard, the Guardians have no idea who the Avengers are. The Guardians are still totally separate from the Avengers in the films. Mm-hmm. Okay. Outside of their enemy, because their enemy is the same guy. Gotcha, Davis. okay. 
Um, so what? So what was the conflict in the movie? Because I might be able to comment better if I know that. It was basically Thanos, and uh, <sighs> is basically Thanos has his buddy Ronan, who's gonna go and take out the Nova Corps. Now the Nova Corps are like space cops, uh, kind of okay. like the Green Lantern Corps for DC. Um, and so Ronan's all pissed off, and he's gonna take out the Nova Corps. And each of the Guardians, each person on the team, has a different reason for joining the team. Uh, Gamora is Thanos. His daughter who turned against him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quill is just kind of a space pirate. Um, uh, Groot and Rocket Raccoon are just sort of scoundrels. Uh, and, and so they kind of come together and fight Ronan and defeat him, and they save the Nova Corps and all this other stuff. There's really no tie to Earth whatsoever yet okay. in the Guardian. At least not directly. Okay. Um, I think that the issue you start to run into sometimes, and maybe it's not exactly the case here, but what starts to happen every now and then is that you, you lack personal stakes. You're not entirely sure what the, the characters, especially the protagonist, really have to gain from this conflict. If you have good personal stakes, it doesn't matter what the scope of your conflict is, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, That's exactly and, true. And when you got it's, it's, such it's a, something that a lot of like you know shown in anime and a lot of JRPGs yeah. struggle with, is um, like you're, you're trying to save the world, save the galaxy, save the universe, whatever the case might be. But if you don't really care about what the, the personal uh, investment is for the protagonist especially, then it doesn't it, it falls flat. I think it's absolutely true. Ryan, you were saying something? Uh, no, no, I, I, I was saying something. When you've got these movies with gigantic budgets and everything, um, really the, the, the fate of the universe has to be uh, in the balance because that's where the special effects budget goes. Why, why else are you spending millions of dollars for not saving the universe, right? Yeah, exactly. Like that's, <laughs> exactly. That's, how, that's how it is with movies. The big budget movies have these big conflicts. The smaller budget movies have these personal conflicts. Uh, and I think there is a little bit too much um, that's placed on special effects in Hollywood now, but but we did recently have a film that totally disproved all that, and that's Mad Max. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mad Max was good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we all have consistent <laughs> It was passable, but I didn't like it. Dude, it was the best action movie ever! My problem with it was... This is going to sound stupid. There was too much action. I actually, that was my first, at first I didn't like it either because there was absolutely no story and it was just action. But then It I was saw hard it. to follow. It, no, it was very easy to follow. How was it hard to follow? Because it was follow? super simple. Yes, I don't know. There was just a bunch of weird ass people doing weird ass things. Welcome to the Have apocalypse. You not seen the other yeah. <laughs> yes. If you watch it and you embrace that, it becomes a lot better. I'm sure if I watched it again, I would like it better. Yeah. But and I also think part of the problem was the first time I watched it was right after Drinky Files, and I was very not sober. So. Uh, oh yeah, that's that's possible as well. I, um, I think I think what Mad Max did really well was world building, and they yeah, did it yeah. in the way that yeah. you understand that all the characters live in this world that's really utter shit, um, and they're adapting to it, and that that leads to the kind of like weird like every, everything's about the objective if that makes sense and so I think in that way given that that was the case they actually had some really good personal stories too that I think balanced the the action and the personal conflicts quite well there was a lot of personal um, 
of, of personal stakes in that movie, uh, for mm-hmm. Furiosa, for Max. Every one of those characters that was in that movie had a reason to be there and a reason to do what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's absolutely to your point. The, the personal mm-hmm. conflict is really what's important in these films. And what's fascinating about that, too, is that Max, as a character, has traditionally been um, kind of like the vessel by which we see the world. But he himself is very self-interested. He His only stakes yeah. are survival. And so really, like, he is just the person we're following as we're seeing everyone else's story. And I think that that really comes out in Fury Road, where it's just kind of, we happen to be following Max. And he has an objective, it's to survive. But, like, everything he loved and cared about is gone. And actually, that's that's part of his, his story arc, is trying to kind of, like, show compassion to other people, despite that fact. And that's one of the things that people have forgotten about by Max, <laughs> I think, as a... Uh, as a franchise is that Max has never ever been the main character in any of the Mad Max films. Yeah. In in Mad Max it was his best friend. In Road Warrior it was the kid. Um I never saw Thunderdome and I don't want to because it looks like absolute shite. But in the old Mad Max movies, Max still isn't the main character, even though he's the one that does a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. He's not the person that matters. Right. Which is kind of contrary to a lot of uh, traditional storytelling, but if you are if you do it right and you make the protagonist, or at least the title character, if not the protagonist, um, just the, the, the point of view character, if you will, um, you can do some really interesting stuff with that. It, yeah. it, it, break, it breaks some conventions in a smart way. So, it's kind of like, uh, what? I was going to segue just a little bit. Um, we, for Anime Night, just finished A Kame Got Kill. Mm. And I kind of, um, what I wanted to jump off of was Chris talking about maybe not the protagonist, but the, the titular character. That's tits. <laughs> the titular character. Um, in A, a Kame Got Kill, the, the titular, titular the title character, Akame, is not the, <laughs> the titular, titular like titty. <laughs> <laughs> the titty character, Akame, yes. Uh, <laughs> and she's actually the only one who lives at the end. They kill yeah. off mm. every character and the protagonist. Uh, yeah. Spoilers. And, yeah, then you, and then you get into uh, a weird question of who is the protagonist in kind of like the original Greek sense, because it's not always the person that we're following. Sometimes the protagonist is the person who we're seeing the change within. Um, it, it kind the of person who's how, experiencing the world. Right, yeah. It, it's kind of, it's, it's, you get into like weird definitions that way. Generally speaking, the protagonist is the person we're following. But again, in the kind of like traditional like Greek, you know, theater sense, the protagonist is the character who undergoes a change. And so, for an example, um, I'm drawing a blank on the name of it. Give me a second. You've had a second. Um, there's a particular play though and I'm drawing a blank on the name I'll let you know if I remember it but the character we're following is actually technically not the protagonist it's the person who we would think of typically as the antagonist it's the it's the villain of the story but the villain is the protagonist because the villain is the one who is changed by what happens throughout the story Um, yeah it's just in a different sense like oh in Antigone yeah yeah I remember Antigone I read that Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a weird connection too with uh, like the the protagonist or the titular character or what have you. There's several different ways you can view these things, especially in as like uh, your who is your way in? Mm-hmm. Who is the person that you're going to identify with in this story that's going to make you understand this world, or at least is going to be the the person through which you see the world? Right. And there's a really good uh, example of this in the show Black Lagoon. 
Yeah. Bla- have you seen Black Lagoon? I've not. No, I'm, I'll make them watch it for Anime Night. Okay. Is it an anime? It's an anime. Okay. It's really. Okay. Good. Okay. What was the next one? It is. It is amazing. I love Black Lagoon so much, but the the character. Um, the main character is not necessarily the coolest character, not the best character, um, but he is your way in. He's a regular dude. He's a whiny little bitch at the beginning, and he just kind of grows into uh, being this kind of badass pirate. And it, it's it's a ton of fun. The show was a ton of fun. But but I mean, let's let's be honest. If we were actually dropped into a show like this, who of us wouldn't be the whiny little bee at the beginning? Exactly. That's the point. That exactly. He's your way in. He yeah. He is. He reacts to the world the way that you would react to the world until he grows into it and until he understands it better and until he. Oh, seeing that, I think I think I've heard of Black Lagoon. I think actually. I've seen that picture before. It's also. I just want to say the most diverse anime I've ever seen. What do you mean by diverse? Um, so the main character who's showing up on Dean's screen right now is the, the dude, and he's just a Japanese businessman. The girl next to him is a Chinese-American. Okay. Uh, their boss is black, nationality unknown. Um, I think he's supposed right? to be African. Is he? He's African. I think he's supposed to be They're, African of some kind, but I'm not positive. Their tech guy is a hacker from Florida who always wears Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> uh, but one of the main companies they work for is uh, like a Russian mob. Interesting. So it's just it's different. it's it's a very diverse. Ah, okay, okay. These are the main characters. Uh, from left to right, it's. Uh, he's a white American. The next guy is, uh, I'm not sure what his nationality is, but he's a, he's a black guy. Next person, Chinese American. Next person, Japanese businessman. And he's the MC. If I recall correctly, I think I've seen a few scenes from this. I think it gets like really real where like in, in like just a scene, like a bunch of people die because that's what would happen if you get strafed by like a fighter jet or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. That's not going to be spoilers. No, it's not. Uh, One of the characters in it is also, there's the Russian Mafia, there's the Italian Mafia, there's the Yakuza. Like, it is. Ryan, I I haven't thought of that, but it is a very diverse anime. And there's a lot of females in the movie that are really fucking badass. It's it's actually really very feminist as well. It passes the Bechdel test. Mm. It does. Which is... Oh... So there, I think there are three rules. Um, three. I think one is that you have to have like have at least have, two scenes in which least, two females are talking to each other. At least uh, one is you have to have at least two female characters uh-huh. who talk and not about a man. Men. That's four. Way to go, Ryan. You know how to count. <laughs> well, the, 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 original, the original one is three, and I forget exactly like how they sort of break off the three. And I've I've heard um, a few people, like authors even, who are like you know in support of like feminist stuff in stories and in storytelling, who who don't like the Bechdel test all that much because it's, it's maybe a little bit too restrictive. But uh, the, very the, the, limiting, especially because if you have a movie that's especially a small oh. scale film, hey, you I've can't... I've got it. Um, okay, yeah, read it. Uh, so this is just from Wikipedia. The Bechdel test asks whether a work of fiction features at least two women who talk to each other about something other than a man. The requirement that the two women must be named is sometimes added. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, if you're making a very small-scale film that follows maybe three people, maybe four people, that doesn't always work. Well, and it's it's one of those things, especially for indie film and stuff like that. Clerks does not pass the Bechdel test. Yeah, but that's, that's one thing that it's widely criticized for. Is like it's not a very good test. And to be fair, yeah. the test was a joke in a comic strip, an online really? comic strip. Exactly, um, and it got yeah. taken way too seriously yeah. for what now, it was. Now, it was too seriously. I, I think it's a decent test, and it's interesting to look at the fact that a lot of movies in Hollywood, like even today, don't pass the Bechdel test. But I think there's also something to be said for like the intent of the movie, the way it approaches things. Yeah. I think that there are a lot of like really good feminist films and stories and whatever else that don't technically pass the Bechdel test by those standards, but are still really good feminist films. Um, the feminist film with an all-male cast about that's like the theme is criticizing masculinity or something. Sure. I'm not sure that Mad Max Fury Road actually passes the Bechdel test. Uh, it's a good point. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. No, no, I think I think it still does. <laughs> I don't know because the because the characters are talking to each other about mm. other characters generally. Mm. Um, Uriosa talks with the the people from the motherland, the green place, and she just fuck, you're right. the green place, yeah. and they're yeah. all yeah. And even the wives. Yeah. I think at one point, like, wives, I, that's it. They, they probably have at least a couple. Well, there's the wives, and then there are the ones the Furiosa comes from, and that's yeah. that's different. Well, um, okay, you're correct. I'm getting the. Confused. I think though the wives might have at least one conversation where they don't talk about any. I'm not sure about that. I'd have to check. It's been a while since I saw it. Dean, is that comic the one where the Bechdel test comes from? This, yeah, it this is. This is the comic, yes. And and you can see here, actually, uh, this character in the in the very bottom le- most left hand panel actually says it's pretty strict. <laughs> so it, it's I mean it's this is the it came from a comic and it got taken very very seriously, yeah. which I'm not sure is a bad thing, but at the same time it's like I mean I I'd, I'd say in most circumstances it's a pretty good test. Like there are like Chris was talking about, there are a lot of fringe rules mm-hmm. where it doesn't work out so well, and you have to take into cons- uh, consideration uh, intent and everything, but for the most part, I think it's a pretty good test. And I, I think it's, I a, it's a good thing, at least to like kind of sort of stretch yourself as a writer or as an author. Um, something that like you know you don't you don't like judge whether or not your work your work is done by the Bechdel test, but it's something to try to include to say you know have I given you know equal weight you know you you use it as a way to just yeah. kind of check yourself in a way. Throw yeah. in a scene of like extra characterization for a female character who may not get it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, who's laughing at what, huh? Check, check, check yourself. yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> right. <laughs> Someone said check yourself, and yeah. I said before you wreck yourself. <laughs> That's the only valid response, right? Yeah. Is it ice cube? Because, because if you if you don't check yourself, and then people on Twitter are gonna tear you apart, so you will wreck yourself. So, don't I mean, quote me on that internet. I don't know if it was ice cube. Yeah, I mean, we have the entire internet. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I just pretty sure it's ice cube. Right? But just in case there's some hip hop fans who want to smite me, <laughs> smite you. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Steven didn't even pull up the internet. He just pulled up Power Amp, <laughs> which is a music player for Android, and just searched check. <laughs> yes, oh. because Ice Cube. I like Ice Cube. 
<laughs> so speaking of anime, uh, you guys had your anime night tonight, right? Oh, we were supposed, we were to. supposed to, but and then technical difficulties. We're, yeah, we're, we had it was it was really hard to get this going. We're like we, we we're might not, we might sneak in an episode or two. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll probably. But still... you guys, uh, what are you guys gonna watch? You know? I don't know. Didn't we finish one last time? Last time we finished. Uh, what one was that? that it was, was the, the fantasy one. RPG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. RPG uh, Konosuba. Yeah. Konosuba, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Finished Konosuba, and then we started uh, Kizniper, which is a right. trigger show. And we got... I fucking love that one. Speaking of anime night, should we shout out the anime night Twitter? We should. We should, yeah, we have a... Yeah, 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 do it. We have an anime night Twitter, which is... Uh, uh, out of context quotes from anime night. Yeah, it's at anime night quote. One word, no underscores or anything. Yeah, I wanted to do uh, quotes from anime night, but that's longer than the maximum character limit. Gotcha. Yeah. That's why it's anime night quote, not quotes, is because I'm at the maximum character limit. Ah, gotcha. And there's no there's no underscores or anything. No, no. underscores, no space. Uh, how did uh, how did you guys like the ending of Konosuba? I liked it. It wasn't terrible. There's another season coming up, right? Yeah, they. Um, I mean, it just ends. It, it felt yeah. like it cut off during the middle of the season. It did, but that's because there's another season coming out. Exactly. So. So basically, what happens? I, this isn't really spoilers, but they go through the. It's only the first season is only ten episodes, and so they go through the first nine episodes, and there's like a continuous story, but there's also just like episodic stories um and so you're kind of it never builds up to anything so you get to episode 10 which is where you normally have a, a climax a big conflict or whatever and it has to do all the build up and the fight and the resolution in one episode and it just yeah. really the last episode falls flat um as a series, I like it. I really liked it too. Yeah, I enjoy it. It's really tongue in cheek. Yes, <laughs> it's tongue in cheek, telling- and it's primarily character drama. Yeah, um, yes. drama might be a strong word, <laughs> um, but it's it's character sketches uh, kind of spread out across the series. And uh, yeah, I kind of see what you're saying, Ryan. Where like all of a sudden, like there's a plot. You know, there's like this this greater threat that like kind of appears, and we have to all stuff, deal with it. Stuff suddenly then, matters. Yeah, stuff suddenly matters. That's a good way of putting it. You know, it's, yeah. one, it's one of those weird things where, like, I don't know, It's it, it works in the sense that what you have is you're building up these characters and you're learning to care about these characters, and then there's a threat to these characters that they overcome using all the stuff that you've kind of been learning about throughout the season. And yeah. then they, they abate the threat. You know, the threat is kind of, you know, taken care of, and we don't know what's going to happen next necessarily. Um, but the it, it kind of feels like it comes out of nowhere in a way, which is not necessarily a bad thing. It's just not what we're used to in storytelling. And maybe there's kind of a question of, is that almost like a, a Japanese thing is like as opposed to a Western thing? I don't know. No, I think it's just bad pacing. Yeah, yeah there's, there's that too. Because, uh, to be honest... Um... Black Lagoon kind of does that too. Black Lagoon, the first season is very character focused. There's a lot of good action in it, but it's very character focused, heavily so. Mm-hmm. And then the second season is more action focused, and yeah. you don't really necessarily get a resolution for a lot of the characters that you've been following because it, the tone changed. And it's not—I don't know that it's necessarily bad, but it's definitely not the best as far as keeping things 
Um, uh, oh, what's the word? Uh, for the same across Cohesive. the Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, it, it's a tough balance to strike, for sure, um, because I, I'm one of those people who comes from the camp that stories are ultimately about character. The character is the most yeah. important thing in the story. Um, but you have Agreed. to balance character and plot. You can't just have, I don't want to say, like, well, maybe random is the right term sometimes, random characterization with just, like, lots and lots of character stuff with no plot. The best yeah. stories are the ones that advance the plot through character drum, where oh, you're learning yeah. about the character throughout the plot um, because of the things they do throughout the plot. It's it's really, it's a tricky balance to strike, for sure, um, because if you just focus on the plot, then you have like very flat characters. If you focus only on the characters, then the plot kind of comes out of nowhere sometimes. Yeah, seats um, matter. One thing... Uh, that seems like exactly what happened in that One thing Dean and I have talked a lot about on this podcast is uh, I really like slice-of-life anime, mm-hmm. um, which... Uh, the Idol Master is kind of a slice of life. Um, yeah. And everything you describe about slice of life doesn't apply quite as much to Idol Master uh, as, as to other shows I like. But I really like shows which basically have no plot and just follow characters throughout their day-to-day lives. Um, I'm, I'm willing to issue any kind of plot in favor of strong characterization. And that that's tough to do, because what you need to have is really interesting characters. Yes. Um, but the shows that do it, do it really great. And, like, honestly, like you said, like, if you have characters who are interesting enough in a show that does it the right way, you really can just follow their day-to-day lives and find that interesting, find it entertaining. Um, I find it really impressive whenever I see it. Yeah, and there are, there are not very many shows which get that right. That's <laughs> a lot of boring slice of life. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. It's yeah. definitely tough. Yeah, and that's tr- that's yeah. true and, and it, that's true in comics as well. There's the the slice of life comic book genre also, I mean it, it it's got the same issue and I think that's probably true of, to- of storytelling generally is that you don't want to you, you don't want to sacrifice too much and and like you said it is it is an, an incredible tight rope to walk. And sometimes just a slice of life is good. That's mm-hmm. a slice of life pie. Yeah, <laughs> just likes that life pie. So why not, why not cake? So uh, I showed off showed off earlier that uh, I'm vaping this fried Oreo. I actually mm-hmm. only just brought this tonight, um, so that Stephen and Nick could try it. Because uh, you finished an entire bottle in the day, two, two days. days. Jesus, um, still a lot. <laughs> I've been vaping on a key lime pie ice cream. Is that from Big Tex as well? Yeah, it's and it's on sale. Uh, you can get a sixty milliliter bottle for the price of a thirty milliliter. Yeah, it's smooth. Cause I love it's those very, it's so very smooth. The the thing that I can't deal with in vape juices is when they just get harsh. If you vape them too much, uh, that's one of the reasons I really like the blue raspberry that I have. Is I can vape on it literally constantly for hours. It's totally fine. Like it's it's not an issue. Yeah. Hey, um. I, yeah. How do you how do you screencast screen share? It's in, it's on the uh, the right side. There's a ribbon that comes out if you kind of float on the on the left side of the screen. Can you can you see my screen? No, you have to share it first. I did. I clicked the button. It's not doing anything. <laughs> it's not. You have to click the button and then select the thing. It's not doing a selection thing. It could be that the host is the only one who has that capability. I'm not sure off the top of my head. It's possible. I'm not sure, but it's possible. Brian, um, just send that yeah, link to Dean so we can put the link in the chat. 
Yeah, put the link in it. Um, I, I wanted you to talk a little bit. I'll pull it up uh, here in a second. I wanted you to talk a little bit about Kids Niver because you've told me about this before. Yeah, oh, it's very... so good. It's triggered. Of course it's fucking it's good. So yeah, good. It, it's triggered. <laughs> I'm so triggered right now. <laughs> Don't ever. No. We're not opening. Get the fuck Sorry. Apartment right now. <laughs> this, uh, phone. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Your phone is not mine. Oh my god, did he just leave? Yes. <laughs> Bye, Chris. Let's <laughs> get his phone quick. <laughs> so, uh, oh, okay. Trigger actually did two two anime <laughs> this season. Uh, they took their main director and gave him a short. Hi. <laughs> 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 so Trigger's main like weird director they took and were like, alright, just do a do a TV short. Have go go nuts. And so he did, and that was uh I don't remember the name of it. We've talked about it. Uh, on this mm-hmm. podcast we've talked about it. And then they took their animation team and said go nuts, and that was Kisniver. Mm-hmm. And so basically it it takes a cast of Seven, technically eight characters, and it explores the possibility of what would happen if people could share pain. And so, uh, was it was it Space Patrol Luluco? Patrol Luluco. Yeah. Yeah. Space Patrol Luluco uh, was also uh, triggered. They did that this last uh, winter 2016 season. Um, 2015. 16. You can see a Chris face that he can't get it's the word trigger. It's not anymore because the winter season just. Or did oh, the spring season just finish? Oh my god, what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about date times and international borders and... and Fancy shit the, that I don't care about because I'm a bad Yeah, it, um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. So, yeah, the season, whichever one just ended, um, it probably was spring. God damn it, Steven's Ooh. right. Um, Why is that a goddamn? Like <laughs> you. I feel like we should move on from this topic. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. uh, they they made Space Patrol Luluco and they also made Kisniver, right? That's Space Patrol Luluco. That's the other trigger show. Really I haven't like seen it. Um, it's short. I think each episode is like ten minutes long. It's just like a Saturday morning cartoonish type episode. Yeah. What was the other thing that um, Trigger did that was like on YouTube? It was like some sort of skeleton detective or something. Some, um, it was like really cheap looking animation, but there was like some web series they came out with. It's like five, ten minute episodes. It was weird. It wasn't Robocop, uh, not Robocop, Inferno Cop, was it? Inferno Robo-Cop. Cop, that's what it was. Yeah, Inferno Cop. <laughs> yeah, that, that was an anime? What? <laughs> that favorite anime, Robocop. <laughs> that's really what got them on the map. Um, Jeez. <laughs> no, so I don't really want to say a whole lot about Kisniver. I just want to say to the audience, all right, so take the premise, these seven characters share all their pain. Think of all the possible things you could explore with that. Like emotional pain and, yeah. They, they start with physical and they move to emotional. Yeah. Like, they explore it, and it's fantastic. And the other... I like well, fantastic exploration. So do I. Uh, what's, what's kind of funny about this for Trigger... So y'all can just have bed, or... <laughs> the, the, I left out part of the premise. Um, the motivation behind these characters sharing pain is this research organization believes that if people can share pain, then uh, they can bring about world peace. That the reason we don't have world peace, the reason we have conflict, is because people basically aren't empathetic enough, can't share pain. 
And so also, just take that premise and think of all the possible things you could explore with it, and Trigger explores it. Like, and what's really interesting about it is that there's there, there's kind of like that Trigger style, where they, they have like these sort of over-the-top characters that can be very funny and be very uh, tongue-in-cheek sometimes. But I think this is the most serious treatment of a subject I've seen from Trigger yet, because what they're kind of known for, at least from my perspective, is uh, stuff like Gurren Lagann and Kill a Kill, which yep. are both yeah. riffs on their respective styles. Like, Gurren Lagann is very much, you know, shonen, mecha, anime. Um, yeah. Take it, it, it to the extreme. It's, it's incredibly Kill Kill self-aware. Yeah, it's incredibly yeah. self-aware, and, and like Kill a Kill, all of the fan service is ironic, tongue-in-cheek fan service, right. all the mecha bullshit in uh, Gurren Lagann. It, like, the fact that one can screw into the other and neither one breaks, yeah. that, that is a very self-aware you, you joke have a guy, about you, the mecha genre. You have a guy piloting a mech, piloting a mech, piloting a mech. And, exactly. And, at that point, you're throwing galaxies, galaxies at each other as shuriken. I mean, yeah. it's amazing. It's incredibly ridiculous. Um, yes. and, and Kill a Kill is riffing on the schoolgirl genre. It's, it's the whole idea of like transforming and you know like the schoolgirl drama, all that sort of stuff, um, taken to like you know kind of like the the trigger treatment. I mean, it's re- it's a really awesome show, but it's riffing on a, a, an established genre. Um, exactly. Kniver, well, rather, is um, is pretty straightforward for the most part, as far as I can tell. It is, um, it, and it kind of sticks with that. It's Kisniver is pretty earnest. Dean and I were talking one night at a bar. Um, Gurren Lagann is really in the spirit of Evangelion. Evangelion mm-hmm. was yeah. a construction of the mecha genre. And kind of, it didn't deliver on it really well. Um, it was good until it ran out of a budget. Even Well, Evangelion was a work of art, and I love it. And the ending is just really like, what the fuck? It makes you spend time thinking about it. Yeah, the, the whole work of art thing taken to the extreme. Yeah. But the prob- my problem with Evangelion is, like, the characters never went anywhere. Like, it tried to explore the emotional trauma of putting these teenage kids in these de- giant death machines. And so you just end up with episodes of MC being a whiny little bitch screaming. Exactly. And Gurren Logon does... I think it's fair to call it a deconstruction of the mecha genre. Oh, it totally is. It yeah. does it so much better by by showcasing the ridiculousness mm-hmm. and focusing on the characters and their struggle, but not stopping the plot. Wow. Gurren Lagann yeah. and Evangelion are equal and opposite. What they do is they deconstruct the genre, but in very different ways. Evangelion, I think, kind of like embraces what the genre is and takes it to 11. Uh, it, it, it embraces Evangelion the ridiculous. Kind of... Yeah, and, and Evangelion it, was kind of like the the cycle. And like, if you've seen the the last movie, it's it's almost like meta. It's talking about like the audience more so than the genre. Yeah, um, yeah. And it was a totally different approach, and it's it's super interesting. But it's also like it, I think for me personally, kind of fell apart after a certain point where it got a little bit too meta. Yeah, Evangelion it 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 takes the mecha genre, and it's like we love this, and we want to study the implications of it. Mm-hmm. And so it's it kind of takes takes it a step farther, whereas Gurren Lagann sort of takes more of a surface glance at it and says, okay, this is what's ridiculous about this shit, right. and shows yeah. it to you. And they are both deconstructions, one of them digging deeper and asking about the implications, and the other, kind of like Watchmen, and the other one being kind of a, a surface look at the ridiculousness of it, of it like Captain Underpants. <laughs> um, Captain <laughs> Underpants and Watchmen are both deconstructions, <laughs> but they are, they're 
they're on the opposite side of the spectrum. I never thought of it that way, but that's kind of amazing. <laughs> that's pretty good. I uh, I want to say I really liked your point, Chris, because I hadn't thought of this before as a, a Kill a Kill as kind of a magical girl show. Right. Like, I just hadn't thought of that. Um, <laughs> I pulled up the Kill a Kill graphic at the perfect time. I'm so happy. <laughs> hey, I pulled it up right before you talked about it. <laughs> I'm I'm out of drink. Should we take a break and come back for a quick last segment? Yes. Yes, we will take a drink. Uh, take a drink. Wow. Take a drink. Take I a drink. I got two drinks left. Right. <laughs> We're gonna take a drink. Cue hotline bling. <laughs> when we get back, we'll also have a different seating arrangement. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. Let's take this episode of Mo- Magical Podcast. Was it an eyelid that was like super fucking uh, peaty that we had? Uh, yeah, I don't think we had that on the podcast. I just made you try that uh, one anime night. That was uh, that was the yeah. fourth. Fifty. So fifty. Well, it's a it's a scotch, isn't it? Yeah. I, I expect to pay. Scotch is going to be that much. Yeah. Fifteen not the first. My mainstay, actually, you can get a seven fifty liter uh, milliliter bottle of. Uh, Glenfiddich for about 55, and that's my mainstay. The Glenfiddich is pretty good. I think I just don't like scotch near as much as I like bourbon. That's and then bullet bourbon is 22 or 20 depending that on what is, you buy it. And and bourbon's also a little bit uh bourbon's also a little bit sweeter too. Bourbon's just sweeter. Better, um, so. As far as price point goes, bourbons don't age nearly as long. No, they don't. And you know, bourbon it doesn't matter as much what cask you age a bourbon in. Um, for a good scotch, you want a first fill cask. Yeah. There's actually ten year bullet that's about forty bucks a bottle. I unless need- the unless the uh, the uh, unless the scotch that you have is a. Uh, uh, it's the the cask is important to the flavor. Like if you have a brandy cask or whatever, that yeah, you're it's, it in. it's interesting that you say that the first fill is the best because I guess then you're going to get a lot more oak, uh, sort of flavor. You get a lot more of the cask flavor. Uh, because I was gonna yeah, I was gonna say that I would think that most aged um, whiskeys or liquors in general want to be like multiple use um, to get less of that that cask yeah. flavor. No, you actually want the cask flavor. A good mm-hmm. a good Scotch is a blend of the cask flavor and the distillery character, which is whatever they add to the scotch. Okay, cool. A lot of times it's fruit. Fruit is very common uh, to add to scotch. Uh, There was one I saw, I haven't tried it myself, which had chocolate. Um, A few of them have, like, vanilla or caramel. Vanilla is very common. Vanilla is pretty common. Is this this all known in this podcast? No idea. Uh, we might be back. Maybe, here. maybe not. <laughs> yeah, um, I think we've been back because I think this conversation is actually interesting. So we've been back. <laughs> if you ever, if you ever get the chance, it's very, it's very uncommon. It only happens like maybe once a year. I'm not even sure. Um, Barrel Aged Legion um, oh, from Community. So good. I've actually tried that. And it's I, beer that's yeah. nice. Yeah, I didn't hate. Never had it. 
It's um, okay. So they take Legion, which is an imperial stout from uh, Community Brewery. It's a Dallas brewery, really good local. Um, I'm so it, pissed off. Just but but just to pause for a second, I'm so pissed off that I had to leave Denton because the beers here are shit. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Uh, yeah. It's, a, yeah, it's an imperial, local imperial stuff. We're, we're kind of spoiled here in Dallas, honestly. We have so many good local breweries, craft breweries. I know. I'm so um, angry. I'm so yeah. angry. So, so Legion by itself, which is available year-round, is a really good imperial stout. Um, barrel-aged Legion, they brew it in, uh, or they, they age it, rather, in uh, whiskey barrels. Um, and what you end up with is an already really good imperial stout with these notes of, like, vanilla and chocolate. And you, you sip it, and it's a beer, right? But you get, like, three or four different layers of flavor. Yeah. Uh, and it's incredible. Oh, so good. It, it also sells out instantly. <laughs> so you need, if you ever see it, buy it immediately. That's one of the things back. I miss the most is uh, Lubbock's trying to build, like, a beer community. There's, like, a thing called Lubbock on Tap and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But it's just not as good as down there in DFW, man. Like, that... Well, the thing about DFW is we have Dallas and Fort Worth really close Arlington. together. Yeah. Which are, uh, Arlington falls in Fort Worth. That's true. Which are just. I think so too. I agree. <laughs> well, both Dallas and Fort Worth are large cities in their yes. own right. Yes, they are. And so yes. close together. We have a huge metroplex. I think in in the DFW area, we have as many people as. <laughs> DFW, the, the Metroplex, is actually the biggest urban area in Texas. Houston's the biggest single city, but DFW is the biggest like population center period in Texas. Um, yeah, that's what well, I mean. Yeah, that goes with that. Um, we have six million people in the DFW Metroplex. Uh, there's a million people total in Montana. <laughs> and there's uh, six million people in Arizona. So like in the Metroplex, we have the population of Arizona. Um the other thing we have in Dallas that's really good is actually we uh, we have access to a lot of breweries down in the Houston area. Yep. Uh, Houston, San Antonio, yep. Austin. Because yep. like we we all have that like that sort of thoroughfare that leads between those three big cities. Um, and so we have a lot of good breweries that come out of those areas too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, in DFW we've got a great beer selection. Love really, really awesome. in the middle of fucking nowhere. No one wants to go there, so they're not getting. Unless you're a Red Raider. <laughs> have y'all had a Bourbon Barrel Temptress? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's, that's another one that sells out instantly. Oh, Temptress is one of my favorites. Temptress is awesome. I, yeah. I actually like that one. The I, trick is, though, you can only I, like have I, one or two in evening. Milking sugar? Yes. Yes. I yes. bought... I bought <laughs> I'm feeling so left out right now. <laughs> Just three more years, Nick. You'll be good. My... My great aunt and uncle, I think because they're my dad's grand aunt and uncle... However family shit works, there are people in my family who own a lake cabin uh, down uh, south of here. And so we used to go out there for a week every summer. And on our way, we'd stop in Dublin and buy Dublin Dr. Pepper from the factory before Snapple sued them or whatever. Oh, holy shit, that stuff's good. Yes. Um, it's better than just the cane sugar stuff. It like, is. It's so much better. We Grandparents. Cases. Grandparents' siblings are great uncles, great aunts. So, um, if that's what you're thinking as far as like grand uncle, grand aunt, it's if your no, grandparents, brothers and sisters. We get the spreadsheet out. They're more more removed than that. More removed. Okay. Not removed enough to get awesome soda though. 
<laughs> yeah, the events is weird thing with family trees where like uh I have like people who are technically cousins who are like my grandparents' age or like you know, like somewhere between my parents and my grandparents. Mm-hmm. And so I call them like uncles and aunts, but they're technically cousins. It's weird. Yeah. So family Yeah, stuff. that stuff is the, the actually um CBG CBG Gray on YouTube did a really good breakdown of how family works and, like, what it means if a cousin is removed or all this other stuff. CBG Gray did a really, really good breakdown of all that. Yeah, a really good breakdown. That was good. Holy shit. Have you guys seen the CGP Gray video about UR2? Yeah. Oh, my God. No, what? Oh, oh, yeah, 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 the, the left and right brain one, right? It's oh, yeah! Dude, that was fucking bonkers, man! <laughs> right? <laughs> That's the perfect response. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so, so listeners, you should go watch this video. The title is UR2. It's by CGP Gray. Maybe we can put an audio excerpt in here. Um, yeah, maybe maybe we can talk Dean into editing a, a clip in or something. Um, that's yeah, I might I might throw in a clip of it because it is it. it is one of the most interesting videos I've ever seen. The UR two video, I um, it freaked me the fuck out. So basically, hang on, let me just play games on my computer real fast. Um, <laughs> games ba- basically, there was. Uh, your left and right brain are almost completely separate except for a single, like, nerve or connection which runs down them. And in extreme seizure patients, they would sever that connection um, to, to stop the seizures. And then they started running tests on, well, what does this actually do? And it turns out your left and right brain both function independently of each other. And so your right brain controls the left side of your body, and the left brain controls the right side of your body. So they can place things where only one eye can see them. So they place something far to the left, and only your right brain can see it. And they yeah, can what, see gets really, what gets really crazy about that is the one side of the brain, I forget which, and they explained it in the video, is the one that handles language and stuff like that. Left and brain so, language. So your right. brain is completely mute. Your right brain... And so, yeah, the left brain handles language, and because that's how we communicate so much, your left brain kind of takes over, and your right brain just kind of plays along. Yep. Um, and it's, it's, really, it's a really fascinating video. You should go watch it. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that, that fascinated me is um, in the experiments, so far to the left, so only your left eye sees it, they say, pick up a Rubik's Cube. Your right brain sees that, and your, right, your left hand, controlled by your right brain, picks up a Rubik's Cube. But then your left brain comes up with an explanation as to why you have and a then, Rubik's Cube. And then they ask your right eye, your left brain, why are you holding this Rubik's Cube? <laughs> and now your left brain can speak, and so you'll make up an answer as to why you're holding this Rubik's Cube, which has no no bearing on what actually happened, why you're actually holding the Rubik's Cube. Your left brain just makes it up and says something. Um, which, as CGP Gray says in the video kind of casts doubt on the whole uh, notion of free will in humans. It's it's super it's, fascinating. Uh, the, the implications the implications are in fucking credible for that 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 whole thing is fascinating. And you know, there's the whole idea of being a left brain person versus being a right brain person, which has been kind of disproven. Like if you're more logical, one side of your brain is more active than the other. Right, right. right That's yeah. been disproven. But there is like a very clear difference between the left and right brain that I didn't know existed until I watched that video. It was fascinating. Yeah. If, if you haven't seen CGP's great stuff in general, um, really great channel. Um, they break down a whole bunch of stuff. There's some interesting stuff on the single transferable boat system, um, yeah, right, right, which is pertinent right. to people yeah. who are 
more into politics and the government. Um, they they break down video. Uh, for did. people uh, who are following Brexit. Actually, you might be interested in the European Union video where they talk about oh, what that yeah, means. Yeah, and the borders videos too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so pretty much all of his stuff is. Really Watch his entire channel from. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Cue up. Cue up his entire upload history and just watch it all in one go because you will learn so much. It is incredible. So much really important stuff too. It is very important shit. And he puts it in very Also, you, you, you do kill yourself when you do use the transporter in Star Trek. He's a, yep, he's a, a teacher, actually, and he's very good at explaining things in plain English. He lives in the UK, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah he does. He's an American. He teaches there. The UK. Yeah. That's what I thought. Which yeah, I can he, hear his thoughts on, on the Brexit thing. He might make a video for it. He fucking well, better. No, I still have no idea what the fuck's going on with that. I saw a really funny thing. You guys keep talking. I want to look this thing up. So... Um, there was a, a post I was linked to by a friend of the show, Sam, and what it was is it attempts to explain, explain Brexit. It <laughs> attempts to explain, I like that. It attempts <laughs> to explain Brexit in terms of Texas, as if Texas was leaving the United States. Which, uh, that, that does not, okay, it doesn't make any sense Thank for you. me. CGP, well, I know what the fuck the EU is, and so explaining Brexit as if it were Texit yeah. is – they're two totally different things. Yeah, the European Union is actually a lot closer to what we had with the Articles of Confederation. Um, yeah. Post-Constitution post, um, U.S. is very different from, the, from what the EU is. Um, but if you look at pre-Constitution U.S., that's a little bit closer to what the EU is. That's a better example to look at. Also, the U.S. is – like, if, if Texas were to secede – how long have the states been a thing where the EU hasn't really been a thing for that long? Like, yeah, that, exactly. The EU that, is still in the phase where it's just an experiment. At this that, yeah, but on the scale of history, the U.S. is still super, super young. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, we're only 200 years we're, old. We're, we're, we're only going to last at 400. Yeah. <laughs> We've only been unified for like under, you know, under 150 years. Uh, under under 350 or under 300 actually. Like I'm, I'm you, hoping I live long even, enough to see the 300s. If you take the um, if you take if actually it's less than that if you start after the Civil War. Good point. When when was the Civil War? How many 18, years ago? 18, 1865. 1860s. The Civil War ended. Yeah. The Civil War ended in 1865. 150 years. Yeah. I was right. Yeah. So that wasn't that wasn't the point I was getting to. My my point is much more humorous. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> we got all we got all real with shit. We got, we got all real, yeah. But we're talking about American politics. You have to get real. With it. So this article this article explains a hypothetical hashtag Texit. All right. The next day on Facebook, which fuck Facebook, I hate Facebook. Fuck Facebook. Had Texit was trending. Leaders of the Texas Secessionist Party were saying that Texas should look oh, to Britain as an example for seceding. I'm seceding oh. from this fucking country. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, you're not in the video anymore, and we can't hear your voice anymore. That's he, he's succeeding. I mean, that's what happens. I mean, <laughs> there, there he goes right now. Chris is. Uh, yeah, there he is. On I've, got, I've got eyes on Nick. He's leaving. All right. <laughs> Eyes on Nick. Eyes on Nick. <laughs> it's good that you didn't leave because I need to ride back home tonight. Oh, shit. I didn't understand a word of that. <laughs> Me neither. That echo, though. I said I didn't get very far because I realized, like Texas, I need the United States. <laughs> so the point Gray made in that video about Texas secession is we don't really need the United States. Mm -hmm. yeah, but it's, uh, yeah, no. 
I cannot. It, yeah, it's, mean, it's, it, I have dispels, it dispels misconceptions about whether or not Texas could secede at will if they wanted to, which they can. Yeah. But if we were to secede, we could probably make it. Uh, yeah. We might not be as powerful or strong as we were, but we could survive as an independent country. And like, um, this is this is just purely like logistic. Like I am not advocating Texas secession. Sure. I'm, yeah. But yeah. Politics. Woo. <laughs> I love that shit, dude. That's that's my that my degrees in political science, man. I love yeah. that shit. So we we've talked religion and we've talked politics. We've uh we've broken the we've typical broken rules of we've talked, social we've uh talked religion, politics, and anime. <laughs> I call that the Holy Trinity, right? That's the Holy Trinity. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's every episode of the show. So that's basically every episode. Yeah, it is kind of what <laughs> yeah. I've heard. The three most interesting topics, really. Oh no, no, hang on, hang on. This show this show isn't a trinity, it's a quadrinity. Quad quad Quadinity, quad It's a quinity. The fourth is alcohol. <laughs> the, show is, the show is politics, religion, anime, and dicks. Yes. Oh. We haven't talked a lot about dicks this episode. I, I was going to say alcohol, but, you know, that works too. Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of an important part of the show, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. Um, speaking of anime, actually, uh, to kind of springboard a little bit off of our talk about deconstructions, this is something I should mention to Ryan during the break. Um, Madoka Magica is another deconstruction of the magical girl genre um, that does some really fascinating stuff. I love the the premise behind that show, where the becoming a magical girl is basically like this endless cycle of you become a magical girl, eventually you turn into a witch because your heart darkens enough that you become a witch, and then they hire more magical girls, or I wouldn't say hire. Uh, Trick more people into becoming magical girls. <laughs> to find they get a witches. salary. And so it's it's this. Do magical cycle. girls make three figures? Yes. No, probably not. Um, oh. Because they're they're all teenagers. If I can't make three figures as a ma- six figures as a magical girl, I'm out. <laughs> Jump. Yeah, three six. Oh yeah, no, three figures. For three figures actually is is quite uh is quite plausible. Oh wait, three figures? No, I'm in for I three. I totally figures. missed six. <laughs> I totally missed six. <laughs> you're, thinking, you're thinking you're thinking three zeros after the comma. I can see uh, that. Yeah. Exactly. Or three zeros before the comma. <laughs> That's the important part. <laughs> Are you tweeting? Yes. He's tweeting it on Google Keep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it down. <laughs> um, the first episode of my anime podcast when I was doing that was about Madoka Magica. Um, speaking of dick jokes, Shaft is the best. I mean, yeah, but it, do you want to elaborate on that? Shaft is the animation studio behind Madoka Magica. Oh, they are, oh I they thought are you were talking about the movie. <laughs> They're actually my favorite uh, animation studio. I wanted to find a way to tie Shaft and anime yeah, into Texas Independence so and Catholicism. Okay, Ryan, what the fuck was this picture you sent me, dude? Oh, that was um, that was back when we were talking about Idol Master. It looks like Best Girl to me. That's that's Best Girl from Idol Master. That's Miki <laughs> Hoshi. Oh, so she is your best girl. Right. Oh, okay, so because we, we had a thing when we were watching the first couple episodes. We were trying to guess the best girl. All right, and so now can I, I guess we can know. I, uh, can I tell the story of this? No. Sure. No. Tell it. All right. <laughs> that's, uh, I don't give a shit. I, I don't give a shit. <laughs> so so we started this anime, Idol Master, and we're going into it, and it's a slice of life, so I'm really not sure how it's going to land or anything. So, so at the start of it, I set up a game. I'm like, all right, at the end of this, there's going to be a ranking. I'm going to ask you to rank every girl in the show. And if you get it wrong, we can't be friends. <laughs> <laughs> Why I'm glad we kind of stopped watching that show, because I so, want to be friends with Ryan. And 
and I, I don't think I do. And so I, I was like, I was very adamant, like, I am not going to give away my ranks. And then I you drank, did. I drank a motherfucking shit ton of whiskey, and so they introduce Miki Hoshi, who's my best girl, and I'm sitting in a chair, like, I'm in the front of the room, and I just start, like, <laughs> masturbating furiously. That's like, not what happens. No, that's exactly what happened. That's what not what name? happened. Exactly what happened. Wait, 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 wait. What was her name? <laughs> Miki Hoshi. Oh my god. That look. <laughs> Very awkward. <laughs> that was like the. That was like a father's disappointedness look. <laughs> yeah, that really was. Dame father. Yes. Grace to you. <laughs> okay, so um, Ryan. Yeah. Are you the one that's a fan of cat girls, or is that uh, or is that Jake? What? Cat girls. Uh, that's Jake. That's Jake. I'm an elf person. You're an elf person. No. Yep, that's the scene. That's oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Wow, that frame rate. What even? It's a gif. I remember you pointing that out, yeah. No, it's a jife. No, it's a gif. <laughs> a jife. I regret. I, I go back between... Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Show of hands. Show of hands, starting uh starting with Chris, and then going through the ones on the bed from my left to right, and then me. How do you say jif, gif, jife? Jif. Okay? Jif. So wait a minute. Oh, wait, wait. Okay, Chris, say it again. Jif with a J. Okay. Rest of you, Stephen. Jif and Gif are both technically correct, and I interchange them. Okay. Jif. Okay, that's from that's from Idea Channel. So, Stephen. <laughs> Gif because it's not a fucking peanut butter, goddammit. If if I wasn't being a snarky asshole <laughs> and saying Jif, I would say Gif. Yeah, I go between Gif and and Jif. Uh, I I use them kind of intercha- interchangeably. I see the Gif argument. I just always use Jif, and so I use Jif. Yeah, it's force of habit. Yeah, that's all right. All right. I, I, I'm with you on that. Um, but there are so many things that matter, and that is not one of the things that. Actually, I just found the perfect. Never mind. I'm not gonna do it. Um. Yeah. I I I don't know. I personally don't generally have anime best girls. I, I, I generally don't care that much about it. That is, that's the wrong way to watch anime. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it is. I mean, okay, so, like, really. I, I more compare things, like, between series than I do, like, the characters in a series. So, like, the chick from Black Lagoon is technically my best girl, I suppose, you could say. I mean, she's... There's really only one other... Maybe two contenders. Uh, there's another character they introduced in the second season who doesn't get a ton of screen time. So, like, three characters to choose from, but, like, Revy gets all the screen time. Nun Girl gets very little, and Chainsaw... Oh, the one from the from the Church of... Uh, what is it? It's the Church of... Uh... It's the Ripoff Church. The Ripoff Church, that's right. What you're... I'm just click clacking away. Continue. Click click clack. Clack Okay, so wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's go through the same way. Let's go through the same way. Starting with Chris and then going through the ones on the bed. Best anime girl. Just in any anime? Uh, yeah. Overall. I don't watch enough anime to answer that. Okay, that's way too on the spot. <laughs> um I can start There's I'm just prepared. so many to choose from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Okay, so actually, I'd have to say my favorite female character, um, and it's not probably like best girl in the way that some people call it, yeah. um, but actually Maka from Soul Eater, um, I really like as a protagonist. I mean, she's kind of a bitch, but... 
<laughs> I see where you're coming from. I it's, a, it's a really fun character, um, and it's it's one of those where, like, you know, and, and some of it's a little bit meta, but she's like the one of the first sort of female protagonists in a big shonen manga. Um, I don't know. I think she's a really fun character, and I like the the dynamic between her and Soul Eater. It, it's not at all sort of like romantic or anything like that. It's very uh, yeah. platonic. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's a really cool, really cool character. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. Plus, I'm with that. Um, okay, so those of you who can't answer who are on the bed? Um, I think my favorite female character is Aang from The Last Airbender. <laughs> 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 well played. Well played. Good night, everyone. We'll see you next time on Dino Files. <laughs> Mine's Zuko. Oh, I should have said fuck. I should have said Zuko. God damn it. <laughs> I'm going right to I'm gonna piss you off, though. Oh. All right. Are well, you show us Rule 34. Oh, oh no. He so, did so, it. Yes. so, yes. He did it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is that from like a, is that from like a last airbender fan? That's that's no, the no, that's from that is from the, uh, that is from the M. Night Shyamalan's movie. Guys, guys, I have a confession. What? So I saw that movie on opening night. So did me and Chris actually. We didn't see an opening night. We saw it. Well, I don't think I don't think anyone expected it to be a rolling dumpster fire. Right. No. That's so, exactly right. So I what could, happened so, is we were super hyped about the fact that they're making it a feature film. Absolutely. And I'm the same way about Ghost in the Shell. I'm probably gonna see Ghost in the Shell opening night. Probably, well, I don't know if I'm gonna see it opening night, but I'm probably gonna see it. ILM made the special effects for the Last Airbender, right? Yeah. And so everything said it should have been awesome. And yeah. I was when when we first saw it, I was kind of like, okay, like there, there are certain things that like I see what they were doing there and it was all yeah. right. And then I look back on you it start and making, like, it's like, you start making like excuses. Being, you start making excuses it's, it's and like you look fan. back and it was terrible. The entire like, film yeah. was bad. It's like being a fan of the original Star Wars, or the, the Star Wars Holy Trilogy mm-hmm. and uh, then seeing episode one and you're just making excuses like, uh, <laughs> well, maybe they were trying to appeal to this person or, or, or maybe it was supposed to be seen this way and it just didn't translate or, or for whatever reason you don't want to admit that it's just... Okay, so I was, in fourth grade. I was in fourth grade when The Phantom Menace came out. And I remember seeing yeah. that in the theaters for the first time when it was still in theaters. And oh, yeah. Dude, I saw I, it like dude, three times. It was amazing. And it's because I was in fourth grade. Exactly. I think that, no, I liked I, I think, it when I was in fourth grade. I, I honestly think that... And like, you know, I agree. I'll, I'll acknowledge that the original trilogy is better than the prequel trilogy. But I think that the prequel trilogy or the original trilogy is a little bit overhyped. It's a little bit overrated because everyone who talks well about it grew up with that one. Yeah. Uh, I honestly think that there are a lot of things that are kind of not great with the Star Wars original trilogy. And while it's good, it's awesome. It's Star Wars. Everybody loves yeah. Star Wars. Well, there's, there's it's it's, it's revered a little bit too much. I, I agree. There are issues with it. One of them, I mean, I, probably chief among them is the fact that George Lucas didn't know that Luke and Leia were were related, and he didn't know that uh, Vader was Luke and Leia's father when he made Star Wars. He only came up with that when he was drafting Empire. So the whole uh, the whole Vater is German for father, which it's not, by the way. That's a lot. <laughs> it's Dutch. It's Dutch. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and as far as I can tell, it's only close to the Dutch. It's not even the proper spelling. Um, yeah, I think you're right. You might be right. Yeah, and so it's it's not. No, that wasn't on purpose. He didn't know. Exactly. 
And that's that's one of the major issues with Star Wars is like Lucas didn't know what his world was entirely when he made the first one, which what which is to be expected. It was an indie movie. Yeah, it wasn't supposed to get seen. Lucas, you could have just ended it there. Dean, Steven just like keeps pulling up his phone. I want to fucking share, goddammit. <laughs> okay, so share, fuck. <laughs> no, I know exactly who it is. I don't know how to Okay, oh, who's your best girl? I'm sorry, we got <laughs> So, so mine is actually the picture I just shared with Dean, Miki Hoshi from Idolmaster. Uh, okay. Idolmaster is my favorite anime that I've seen so far, and Miki is my favorite girl from that show. I actually want to I want to get back to Idolmaster at some point on anime night because I was actually really intrigued by the first couple episodes. All right, uh, maybe we'll watch it tonight, an episode before before we jump back into Kiznaiver. Uh, yeah, cool. Some people are gonna have to sober up after this. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, Steven, go. Uh, how's that? Nui Harame. Harime. From uh, Kill a Kill. Okay. Uh, she's pretty good. Yes. She's pretty good. Yes. Her, just is she the, is she the band one? Huh? Or which one is she? Is she the she's one the who's one like the other the... half of the scissors? She's the, oh. the main sewer who gets her arms cut off. The other half okay. of the scissors. Not knowing what the show is, that can be a lot. <laughs> <laughs> she's a lesbian. Nick. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you talking? Is it the one with the parasol? Don't die. Don't die. on a live stream. Oh dear God. Is it the one with the parasol? Yes. Yes. All right. What about you? Who me? Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite anime girl? Ready. Revy's Revy from good. Rock Lagoon. Revy's pretty good. I want to show Stevens, though, first. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't use that fucking... That, I think that's the wrong picture. <laughs> that's, no, that's God, pretty good. I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with that. This can't be happening. <laughs> um, oh, I just saw that, and I really needed to show it. <laughs> so... So I like I like um, the misconception about Vader and German and Father and Dutch. Yeah. So for a while I lived. Uh, all right, simple version of the story. Please. Simple version of the story. I lived in Azel, Texas. A Z L E. All right. Sorry, I have to show my best girl real quick. There okay, was. Continue with your story. What? Continue with your story. Oh, th- there was, still is, I guess, a very popular misconception that Azel, A-S-L, or something, I'm not sure exactly how people... American Sign Language? Uh, yeah, American Sign Language. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought it was. <laughs> um, there's a popular misconception that it's German for asshole. That is not true at all. No. It's not. And, and my dad absolutely defends this. He's like, I looked it up. It's German for asshole. And, and Your so, dad is lying to you. He is. Um, <laughs> my dad also believes a lot of bullshit. Um, and he's also a Serbian warlord. No, no comments. Apparently, at this point, yeah. Uh, it took us a minute to figure that out because career okay. changes don't happen overnight. Uh-huh. But as you said... Um, no, my dad is a Serbian warlord who believes a lot of bullshit. Uh, no, so so after hearing this repeatedly from the people who live there, who um, it's a very uneducated place, uh, very it's West Texas, low income. It's, yeah. it's West Texas. Uh, yeah. And hearing it from my dad, I went and I tried to look it up, and nothing in German translated close. So I looked at Dutch, and the closest I could get is, uh, like, there's some word close to Azel, which is uh, Dutch for donkey. So, uh, that, was the, that was the closest I could get. 
arguable that's but a, wrong. That's enough of a seed to spread a rumor. That yes. is enough of a seed to spread a rumor. Probably so. And I don't remember how it's spelled. I don't think it was ASL, which, like, my dad was like, no, ASL is German for asshole, which, and it's pronounced Azel, and, and that's clearly not correct. That's... But. So I've, I've been studying German. I'm pretty sure that ASL wouldn't actually be a word in German. No, it, it can't be. Um, the Germanic language wouldn't recognize that. that. Those letters in a row would not sound like anything in German. That's, that's not a word, yeah. Speaking yeah. Put, put ASL in the German Google Translate and let's see if it's in case. Uh, hold on a second. I do need to do this real quick. It's actually not West, West Texas. Um, what, Azel? I thought it was West. Yeah. It's is, is, is near, yeah, it's a little west bit west and north of Fort Worth. To me, west of DFW is west. It's Texas, central but. Texas. <laughs> Anywhere that's not, like, along the thoroughfare is, like... It, it's not it, far from Fort Worth, honestly. I've, I've been there. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's, it, really, it, it looks like it's about two hours away. Uh, yeah. Actually, from from Denton, it's about an hour and ten minutes. Yeah. yeah. It's not that far. It's depending on traffic, probably, yeah. Uh, okay, so wait a minute. Uh, keep talking. I'm going to translate this real quick. All right. Speaking of ASL, I want to teach our YouTube viewers something. Uh, American Sign Language? American Sign Language, yeah. Okay. The only American Sign Language I know is yes and how to count. And so... So I had a friend who was like, isn't that just counting? One, two, three, four, five, and no. In sign language, you do not count like that. In sign language, you count one, two, three, with your thumb, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Huh. Okay, so it's the finger itself, not however many you have up. Correct. Fun fact about American Sign Language is actually based on uh, French Sign Language. So the grammar of American Sign Language is actually closer to French than to English. Um, There's actually another sign language that's English Sign Language, which is closer to actual English, as far as the sentence structure and that sort of thing. Uh, For your information, ASL in German, not a thing. Translate (laughs) from English and see what happens. uh, translate, um, Translate from Dutch. Also, the only American sign language I know is fuck you. <laughs> I think that's the universal sign language. For the, I'll just give, I'll just give a, a quick overview for the podcast audio listeners. Um, when you count in sign language, you only use one hand, and so it's um, like finger finger positions are a little different. Like I said, three, it's your uh, forefinger, middle finger, and thumb, and then on your right hand, right? On your right hand. Yeah. Um, actually, I don't know if the hand matters. Like, if you're left-handed, maybe. Yeah, it's it's nothing, really it is absolutely nothing in Dutch either. Audio listeners, uh, I recommend watching this video on YouTube because there's lots of visual games. Well, I'm I'm only actually <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm there's doing that yeah, I'm, I'm doing bad. it in such a way that it's there's lots of visual things. <laughs> I'm doing it in such a way that it's actually it looks good in video, but it's not really it doesn't impede any of the any of the audio. I'm there might be a couple, really happy. There might be a couple little things you might miss if you're not watching the video, but you can probably guess what they are. Exactly. You can if fill in the watching the video. To a if you're not watching the video, you are going to miss uh, Nick, Steven, and I just like in in train jerking each other off. <laughs> oh yeah, that's been going <laughs> on this whole time. Going on behind Chris too. Did we not mention that? That's been going on the entire time. Wait, what? Did we not mention it's been going on the entire time? No, we didn't mention no. it. I, I felt like I needed to throw it in. Absolutely. Oh, you did. We have no idea what they're missing. Yep. All uh, Stephen's beautiful beard. Thank you. I appreciate it. 
it is it's an actually extra growing episode. in really well. It's growing yeah. in really, really. It's a good well. beard. As one beard beardist to beard-ist. another, we'll go with that. It's a good beard. Okay, I have a question. Beard question. Three out of five have a beard. Beard cast. <laughs> okay. So, um, <laughs> what's the kind of goatee? I have a shitty mustache. I mean, okay, yeah. Okay, so five out of five have facial hair. Facial, facial hair. Facial hair. There we go. Um, cast. <laughs> How do you cut cast. under hey, your beard? Hang on. I'll Dude, I, I need a minute to just wallow in my shame and pity. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no. Any, need to exclude you, Ryan. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. Any beard hair, or any, any beard hair, any facial hair is better than no facial hair. This is true. Agree. Not always. Not no, always. I disagree. I disagree. I have seen some killer high school dirt stashes. <laughs> oh. High school doesn't count. High school okay. does not count. We're Anything talking about fully grown men. I was 12. <laughs> I did. I I we're, talking, we're talking about grown men and their facial hair. That, okay. There's a difference. How do you shave under, like, the underside of your beard? How do you, what do you do? I'll reveal mine when you've all answered. How do you do yours so, on the underside of your beard? I have an electric trimmer, and I have only done it once since I started growing my beard this time. But I just, like, got my neck beard area yeah. and left the rest of it. And yeah. since then, which was, like, a month and a half ago, I haven't done anything. But it's not, like, yeah. just inside your jawline. It's just, like, where the neck crease begins, you shit. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Okay, right. how about you, Chris? Or Steve All right. Ryan, I guess. Shit, I don't know. My, my neck is fat enough that I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> it all looks like face. Let's just, let's <laughs> do this. I have one disposable razor that I've used for the past six months because I shave, like, every three weeks. You guys want to hear a fucking awesome trick real fast? Yeah. Sure. No. All right. Is it the so, one about rubbing the razor on your Yes, yes, you can take, like, I use a Mach 3 Gillette, you can take, like, a three-blade disposable razor, alright, it has to be jeans, like, that is the material that works, denim, denim. No, that is the material that makes up who you are as a person, man. You're right, man. Like, <laughs> like DNA and RDA, man. It like it like defines who you are, man. RDA, <laughs> I think I think you mean RNA. So you take RNA, dude. You, you know, I recommend wearing denim. I've done it, just like, like a denim jacket, and like a denim shirt jacket, and sure, yeah, yeah. denim is in right now. So I recommend channel Justin Timberlake in the nineties. I recommend denim. Don't forget the no. vest. You have no. to have a denim. If you're not wearing a denim jacket. You must be wearing a denim vest. You take your disposable razor and you first uh, rub it and get it excited. No. <laughs> <laughs> you you rub it across across the uh, stitching of the denim, um, but not not like you're shaving the denim. You like run the it opposite direction. Yeah, like you are. This isn't a bad place right now. <laughs> what the fuck are you describing, Ryan? You, you get, you get, okay, let me I describe I know exactly what he's describing. No, you, you get the razor, you, you rub it against the denim that, you, like, you shave the jeans, essentially. And it, that, that owns the blades on the, on the razor. Is it, like, is it, like, with the blade? You don't shave the denim, you go backwards. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So you go like against the the uh, like the angle of the blade because those blades are cut at like a thirty yeah. degree angle. Yeah. You go yeah. against the angle, against the grain of the denim. Yeah, yeah, that basically makes the blades straight, and any bends or like 
you know, nicks that are in the blade. It'll get straightened out, and that'll make, yeah. it, make the razor so, last longer. So, like Nick said, you basically can hone a disposable razor on denim and just use it forever. Yeah. So you don't scrape the sharp edge against the denim like you're trying to shave it. No, that would actually the work. other direction. Go yes. upward. Go backward. You, uh... 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 Words. So it's like you're trying to add hair to the denim instead of taking yes. away. Yeah, you're trying to add. You're trying to. You're trying to grow a sick beard <laughs> by rubbing the razor backwards on it. My like knee that. has a sweet mustache. <laughs> right on the kneecap. That's an oxymoron. Sorry. All right, Chris. What were you gonna say about uh, shaving your your neck and throat? All right, so when I shave, or I don't really shave, I trim. Uh, I just do, um, like, you know, typical hair trimmers that you would do for your head. Um, I just take off any sort of guards, and I just do normal on the neck. Uh, so that leaves a little bit of hair, but, you know, it's short, so it seems like, you know, it's not there comparatively. Um, and then I usually do, like, half an inch on uh, the sides of my face, and then an yeah. inch on the, the chin. On the, and that the, way I get a nice little... Area. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I generally will do it, like, I, I cut, like... Just where the jawline is. I've actually been experimenting with cutting low on the cheeks. Are you trying to answer, Ryan? I totally didn't hear you. Ryan, you go. Fuck. You go. God damn it. I'm gonna so, turn so around. Yeah, he, I'm not even gonna. He, I'm gonna turn around. He, he prepped his razor in his story. Go ahead. I, I, I really want it. Dean to walk out and then come in through the door behind Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Teleport. To, that might be hard to do in the in the, in the in the in the time that we have left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a five-hour fucking live stream. No, actually, <laughs> this works out really well if I go last. So go ahead, Dean. Okay, so what I generally I've been experimenting with cutting low on the cheeks. I'm not sure I like it. I'm probably gonna let it grow back in up on the cheeks a little bit but um man man having hair on your cheeks it's kind of gross like you you want hair in the crack because it collects the sweat fucking right <laughs> but you know what hair on the cheeks people can you see want that shit here's the problem here's the problem with that if you have hair on the cheeks to the band name list here's the problem if you have hair all the way down your crack you get things called dingleberries. Yes. I shouldn't have said Those... that. You Maybe I don't have that problem. I just wipe really well. If you have enough hair in the crack, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Maybe I'm not that hairy. I don't know. I'm hairy, dude. I've got, like, fucking... Hair. Uh, you don't need to show this. us. Please don't show us. Hang on, are, are we... Look at all this shit, dude. I've got this all the way... Whoa. All the way, dude. This goes all the way up to above my waist. It's the same. Anyway... <laughs> I'm sorry, Dean. Continue. This, this podcast is getting really fucking weird. It's a drunk show. What <laughs> this podcast normally is. Welcome to Drinky Files, dear listeners. This, this is, is what happens. No, this is probably Drinky Files. So I feel like I'm getting acquainted in the right way. <laughs> yes. As, as the one, as the one we need the member of the podcast. You are if it makes you feel any better, Dean, I don't listen to podcasts in general. Oh, okay, that's all right. Um, anyway, so like where my jawline is, again, I've been going lower on the cheeks. I'm not sure I like it. Where the jawline is, I generally go right inside the jawline and I outline it. All right, it's good to know. All right. 
Because so, I hate I hate neckbeard. I hate neckbeard. I had neckbeard forever, and it's fucking gross looking and annoying. I hate it. So I, I, kind, of of, when I, I kind of overcompensate for it by going all the way to the jawline. I I, I let it go when I've got a good beard going. Chris, um, but yeah, when, Chris, whenever I can, I get rid of it. Chris, 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 Ryan, let it go. Ryan, let it go. Ryan. Uh, I want to build a snowman. <laughs> Guys, I really want to build a snowman. Well, it's summer in Texas. So, so I think I think this is a good opportunity as we're winding to possibly close. I'm not the one running this podcast. I don't know. Well, we need um, to hear what Ryan had to say about his beard real quick. Yeah, because I, I shave completely different because I'm just growing out the goatee. Um, so I, I use... A very tiny goatee, just on like the tip of your chin. Yeah, just like a really, a really small goatee, um, which I like. But. It's the same thing DJ Homeschool goes, by the way. Oh, I'm not okay with that. <laughs> yes. I think so I knew much. that before I said that. I'm sorry. Hang on, I'm just going to kill myself fast. <laughs> Dean, whatever you were showing there, I think you should pull up Nick's video on um, Most Metal Scream of 2012. Sorry, that was a metal cover of Let It Go, so it did tie into yeah. what Ryan said. I, I've heard I, that. I think so. It's pretty. Hang on, let me just talk with my hands for the listeners. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, so I use a, a safety razor, a single blade, um, double edge. Oh, I want one so bad, dude. Safety razor. It's so nice. Oh my gosh, I love that thing. Um, so basically, what I do, um, lather up. I've got some some kick-ass lather. <laughs> it's fucking great. I've got some kick-ass lather. <laughs> <laughs> shaving cream, you mean? I assume you mean shaving cream. Um, yeah, shaving cream. Kick-ass lather. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I just, and I just use that, just like, you know, down the cheeks, kind of, and then I kind of like pull the, the goatee out of the way to get right up to the edge there, and then, uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter as much now, I, uh, because I trimmed the goatee way back. Uh, yeah, uh, when I had my long-ass goatee, bro, I, I got really good at goatee pulling the shave. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you, kind of, you, you have to pull the goatee. Exactly. Get in there. Um, but yeah, then for my neck, uh, because like I'm super thin and have a very definitive crease, I kind of have to like look up and stretch my neck. And all the audio listeners are gonna hear just me choking on dicks while I'm wearing <laughs> this. All the listeners are gonna be like, you're, you're missing the orgy. I told you, audio listeners, come on. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I just I, I, have uh, to look up and, and choke, on dicks. choke on dicks while I'm shaving. While the it's it's great when the goatee gets long enough that you can just kind of shove the whole thing in your mouth and look up and shave. Have you ever done that? No, I never did that. <laughs> I used to do that all the fucking time. I would curl the goatee up. I have shoved the whole thing in my mouth, but not my whole goatee. <laughs> I do that with my bangs sometimes, just for fun. Title of the episode, we shove the whole thing in our mouth. Yes, yes. I wanted to get back to uh, I can't remember what it was. Chris wanted to get back to one of the anime we were talking about earlier. Madoka Magica. That was uh, way back. Yeah. Okay, whatever. There, there's something else I was going to mention. I forget what it was though. Um, we don't have time for forgetful people. Right. <laughs> I love his thoughtful pose. Hmm. <laughs> oh right, we we're going to talk a little bit about our band. Oh yeah, what's the band? Oh, yeah. Uh, so I believe the title now is because uh, I, I never commented on the hangout. 
because uh, we have a hangout going for our group. Um, but I'm very okay with marshmallow fluff. Yeah, um, it's called marshmallow cream. Yes, marshmallow cream, not fluff. Cream. Marshmallow okay. cream. Right. <laughs> that's, just, that's how you say it. Marshmallow cream. Yeah. Marshmallow cream. So these guys can probably explain it a little bit better than I can, but I'll give you the gist real quick. Basically, what we're doing is we're writing lyrics with yeah. predictive text on our phones. So what we're doing is we're taking, uh, like, we're writing, like, text messages to each other using predictive text. Like, we can only use, the, like, we, we start out with a phrase, but then we use only the words the predictive text suggests. And we're writing lyrics that way. And then we're going to make it kind of like a J-pop album, sort of, kind of, using Vocaloids. Um, and so I think our title is uh, "So Far This Is America." Yeah, yes. uh, generated sentence. It's, <laughs> right. Yeah. It was it was legitimately a generated sentence, and it was pretty awesome. Uh, but the, the, all the lyrics are going to be procedurally generated using the uh, the predictive text in whatever device each of us is using. I and the vocals, I the, the vocals uh, this far, um, unless Dean joins us and does some fucking awesome dirty vocals, uh, they're all going to be uh, vocal. Oh, that's better. That's because better. It, because it, <laughs> J poop. It's yeah. It's actually the genre we're going for is J poop. <laughs> okay. All right. J poop is a great. Great name for a genre. I just sent. I just sent my contribution in the hangout. So somebody pull that up. Um. There's a. I think we. I think we need at least one song, if not more, of like. Some some Vocaloid like Hatsune Miku, backed by like metal like dirty vocals like because that would be amazing. Brian, read this All the dicks at the same time as a result of the students' a sense of community and belonging belonging to the academic program, and I will be gone those days ago, and I will be gone those days ago, and I will be gone. Those <laughs> Days ago, and I will be gone. Days ago, and I will be gone. Those days ago, and I will be gone. Those days ago, and I love when predictive text just turns into a loop yeah. of like the same fucking phrase. That needs to not go on the actual album, just for the record. Why not? Why not? Bonus track, motherfucker. <laughs> Bonus track. Yeah. We'll have like eight bonus tracks, but two like regular tracks. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that are safe for general audiences and the rest are just like, what the fuck? The EP is literally two songs, but the bonus version has like nine. <laughs> <laughs> and the song is like That's 20 minutes long. Just, it is. What are you fucking doing? Fucking trading needles and shit? Ryan, Ryan, yes, Dean! Dean, you told us to share needles. Oh, Even yeah! Needles. What's your fucking problem? Hashtag Tweaker Nation. Big Bait Nation! Big Bait Nation! I want to shoot it because we didn't have a chance to do right. this. Big Nation! Wait, nice. Like a lesbian I have a part. Oh, boy. Have you seen the Tweaker Nation stuff? No. Dude, it is the best. It's a Twitter subculture. Or not a Twitter. It's a Tumblr sub Twitter. I heard Twitter subcult. And that it's is, a, it's a, that is it's definitely a, a thing. That is a thing. That's basically a thing. <laughs> It's a Tumblr subculture. New new episode title: Twitter subcult. Twitter subcult. <laughs> so Good band name, actually. Add that to the list. 
Like, these motherfuckers upload pictures of themselves smoking meth. I shit you not. This is fucking insanity. It's crazy. They're already smoking meth, so their brain power isn't gigantic. Dean, Dean yeah, and I had exactly very different reactions to this. Dean was horrified, and I thought it was the best thing ever. Your That's Honor, Exhibit A. Internet with him smoking meth. Dean, Dean, whatever happened with that guy that you responded cop to? Oh, dude, that was that was awesome, actually. This is what happened with that. Okay, let me go to my messages real quick. Yeah, you um, you've got to pull it up for all these guys. Background, please. Okay, so what I did was there was a guy in Tweaker Nation who was like, who in, on the Tweaker Nation uh, tag who said something like, um, where's all the tweakers in PA I need someone to smoke with, or something like that. There was some so, that was in Canada. I'm yeah, it, oh yeah, yeah, okay. So I, I, I responded, I was like, fucking cop. And then uh, he comes back and he's like, I ain't no fucking cop, motherfucker. And then I sent back, uh, you have to tell me if you're a cop, it's the law. And I never <laughs> got a response. <laughs> It's not the law. It's not I law. know that's because the joke. Because Breaking Bad has taught us anything. It's that that's not the law. Exactly. It was that was the joke. But it was it was a, it was fun to send that guy that because I was just, I love fucking with people on the internet. Because that was actually two weeks ago, or three weeks ago. Because this podcast is late. Immediately following the recording of the last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> However, vape nation, I don't know. <laughs> anyway. The V goes on to your right, which is their left, so you read it left and right. Okay. But but what if what if yeah. Vape nation, there we go. Was <laughs> okay. well, that right? Because that's backwards on my screen. God. Yeah, it's, so it's one of those things where I'm, I'm pretty inside. sure my camera is mirroring. Yeah, so I'm I not sure if mine is or yeah. not. I'm pretty sure this mine is. is. <laughs> Don't <laughs> you almost knocked your guitar on top of you. <laughs> what is the guitar? That is a cheap-ass Starcaster, actually. And you see how much I use it? It has a Batman mask in the strings. <laughs> Dude, it's the guitar I, Gotham deserves. This is actually my guitar guitar. Nice. nice. What brand is that? You see, you see all the dust on it? That's how much I play this one. Right. <laughs> it looks much more metal, I love though. Dean. I love how you said this Dean. is... I love Dean. <laughs> I love, I love Dean. I love I, Dean. Dean loves me. I'm going to build a wall. I'm going to make <laughs> Dean pay for it. No, I'm not going to pay for your wall. I just poured alcoholic group beer all over my desk. We, we, have, not, you we have not yet touched on Trump versus Hillary. And I, th- I hope we don't tonight because that's a whole whole other kind of wars. Trump versus Hillary, you know there are other candidates, right? Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm voting are you for my Johnson, motherfucker. Rand Paul and we're going to have a great country. Johnson for president. That's all I'm saying. Feel my Johnson. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to, but I, I am voting for Johnson. So. I'll feel, Dean, I'll feel you, Johnson, if you feel mine. <laughs> Giant me. Uh, Why did you cut off? I, I'm looking right. forward to it. What are you? What were you gonna say? What's? How does that end? Uh, yeah. Um. It ends. It ends with lots of snow. Lots of white, beautiful, powdery. 
substance. I don't think powder is the right word. <laughs> I don't really. Wait, what? This might be a good time to start rapping. I don't know. How much did you jerk off? Are you shooting dust already? <laughs> no, no. I'm just really old, and my balls are filled with dust instead of semen. Semen. <laughs> my balls are filled with dust instead of semen. I just did a tweet, but I'm going to do another one. You know what? New title episode, Our Balls Are Filled With Dust. <laughs> that, that could be a song name for, like, our band. Oh, guys, I'm dying here. You know what? I think the band should just be named instead of semen. No. I don't no. I don't think that, uh... I don't think that ends up... scare too many people off streets for the night. Start. <laughs> we should have. We should do a song that's titled Vape Nash, but spelled in a way that sounds like Vape Nash phonetically, but it's not spelled like. We should like use vape. the international phonetic alphabet. We should. Yeah. Is there an international phonetic? I knew there was. An there there is. Time. Okay, so so the interfe- internet, international phonetic alphabet, also known as the IPA. Super awesome, super useful for figuring out pronunciations of words in other languages. Um, okay. Actually, uh, I, I have only... an app. You can do it in Japanese. Vapor Nation. I actually have an app. Vapor Nation. I actually have an app uh, for uh, German. Oh, that, whoa. Uh, whoa, Chris. Whoa, shit. <laughs> my, my phone fell yeah, because it's on. going on there? It's, it's <laughs> sitting there on, uh, <laughs> It's sitting on Steven's laundry. It's lots of fun. Um, <laughs> But it's uh, it actually it does like IPA for German, and so what it does is it breaks down the pronunciation of German words in the International Phonetic Alphabet. Um, that makes sense. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you. But Ryan has been sprawled onto the floor. I'm you finish. But, but Ryan, I fell. The only thing that IPA means to me is India Pale Ale, as it should. Fair. Uh, Fair point. I have to, guys, I think you Well, is that the end of the show? Is that the end of the show? No, Ryan needs to go to the bathroom, but we should wrap it up. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can't wrap it up without Ryan. That's true. Okay, let's go. He's the only person who I can put a condom on in front of. We can can start with the guest outros, and then when Ryan gets back, he can... Let's do that. Let let us do that, actually. um, Because this is the order in which you appear on my screen, uh, Chris, you go and give us Twitter, G+, whatever you want to give us, and a little bit you know about what you talk about on social media if you want to share any of that if you don't sure. you don't have to fair enough okay so I'm uh, Kruger underscore Chris at Twitter or on Twitter at Kruger underscore Chris we like Twitter um, yeah uh, I'm part of a podcast called Backward Compatible we're uh, backward-compatible.com we talk about games and new media with a splash of academia uh, we need to do we need to do a crossover episode bro that, that could be very interesting, yeah. Um, basically what we do is uh, we have a PhD, we have uh, an MA, and we have an MFA um, who talk about game design and stuff like that. Uh, not just games explicitly, but we talk about games a lot. Um, we have a podcast, we do lots of fun stuff. Uh, I talk mostly on my Twitter about games and game design. Um, yeah, that's basically what you Excellent. Okay, because you show up next on my screen, Steven. Um, I am, I think, PC Addict 08 on Twitter, 
I don't ever really use Twitter. The most I've used Twitter in the last six months has been tonight on the anime night Twitter. Go ahead and plug the at name again for that Twitter. At anime night quote. Okay. And you are, if you want people to follow you, you don't have to give out your information. I don't, I don't really give a shit. Me or Nick? You. Um, pretty much everywhere else. I'm Thiv, P-H-T-I-B. If you just Google that, you'll find me. Um, Are you the only... Do you... Oh, wait. You own a URL, don't you? Yes. That's st0ve.net. Okay. (laughs) Because my my name used to be Stove in a game we played called Ingress. Um, I changed it because... I think the listeners know what Ingress is. Do they? It's their long time. For some listeners, it might be the thing that they made before Pokemon Go. Or at least in the yeah, future, yeah, it might be what it's Exactly. That, Pokemon Go is going to take the fuck over. Fuck Pokemon Go. Right in the ass. And not, Ryan not, did like, testing not, for like, it. Aggressively and angrily. Because fuck that. Like, <laughs> lovingly? Like, it. lovingly fuck it in the ass? No, like, slowly? Angrily. With lots angrily. of lube no. and, and gentle whispers in his ears? Dry fuck it in his Dean, with lots of lemon lube. Yeah, yeah lemon lube. Use lemon lube. <laughs> Chris fell down? <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, so is that all you want to share, Stephen? Yes. That's all okay. Now it's time for Nick. All right. Uh, I have Twitter, but I don't remember what it is. I think it's at Nick underscore Kruger, but I'm not sure. It could be at Kruger underscore Nick. Um, <laughs> and because this is part of your brother's, how exactly does one spell Kruger? K-R-U-E-G-E-R. Just like Freddy. Okay, excellent. Yeah. Look, up, look up Freddy Krueger and you'll find it. Tell me one of you did that for Halloween one year, please. No, fuck that shit. We have not. Maybe in the future. I don't know. It's because every time I say my name to somebody, they're like, Oh, like Freddy Krueger! Dude, I get the same thing with Plankton from Spongebob. Little <laughs> <laughs> Plankton's... And it's like right. a deep cut. Fuck it. So, it's like deep cut Spongebob. I hate it so much. Fun, fun story, actually. I went to Germany once uh, last year for a conference, and when I was trying to fly back, uh, I went up to the uh, desk for Lufthansa, and it turns out the reason I couldn't get my ticket from the uh, the self-service booth was because the the travel agent spelled my name wrong, right? So they left out the E. They just spelled K-R-U-G-E-R. It's K-R-U-E-G-E-R, because the umlaut of the U. It, they wouldn't yeah. have that. U-E would be pronounced totally different. Exactly, exactly. Um, but the travel agent in the U.S., I assume, uh, left out the E. And so I had to go up to the clerk uh, for Lufthansa, and I said, uh, hey, I can't find my ticket, uh, but I'm pretty sure I've been booked. They looked it up, and I can't even tell you, because I don't know German this well, how they pronounce it exactly, but they said, uh, oh, Mr. Kruger. We thought it was Kruger. Or something like that. This is very same. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. This very subtle difference in pronunciation that I can't tell you because I'm American. Uh, they, uh, the the e, e's in German are usually very pronounced unless they have an umlaut. So it would be right. like Kruger yeah. instead well, of Kruger. Yeah. So the original spelling of Kruger, our family name, was actually with the umlaut. It was the U with the two dots. The U with the um, umlaut. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But then when we came to America, they added the E because that's kind of the traditional way to uh, pronounce it's an umlaut. The an e. right. the English spelling of it. Right. And so uh, it, it adds an E after the U, and that's how we pronounce our name. But uh, they, they left that off on my uh, on my uh, ticket reservation. And so yeah. the reason I couldn't find my ticket is because I was spelling my name properly, and it was filed with no E. Uh, and that's why I had to go to the clerk. So it was lots of fun. I enjoyed it. 
Anyway, so my other social media stuff. Um, if you want to find my music on SoundCloud, you can go to soundcloud.com slash Music. Send uh, that to me in the Hangout. I'll add it to the show notes. Okay. Um, and then I'm also on Bandcamp, nickkruger.bandcamp.com. Now, I'd just like to mention that, uh, just a little shout-out for Nick here. He actually does all the music for Backward Compatible. Yes. Uh, yeah. So awesome theme song, awesome uh, songs for all of our uh, segments, uh, really good music. So. And Maybe actually, I could get into to this podcast, I'd be totally happy to do that. Yeah, I'll pay you, bro. I'll, I was about to ask you, and I'll pay you money. I'll pay you, I think the running rate well, that I've seen on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> I think the well, running rate that I've seen on possible. Reddit for, uh, I think the running rate I've seen on Reddit for music and stuff, because people post in our podcasting like I'll make you music I think the running rate is like a minute would be like 50 bucks so I'll I'll work something out I'm not I'm probably not going to charge that much but we'll see what happens yeah it depends I'll totally pay and we like metal I like to use metal or super hard like hard style EDM you can do that I could do both yeah Nick Nick made all of the music for the games that I made oh yeah so even the shitty music even even the shitty music back (laughs) in 2011. Yeah, that was the longest. <laughs> right now, I'm using. Right now, for the breaks, I'm using like free YouTube. I was so. I was 13 in 2011. Yeah, you, like you've come a long way. Years ago, guys. <laughs> I might ask you for advice though, too, because for that uh, thing that I showed you at the beginning for that intro card. I'm going to have to add sound effects and shit. And so I'm thinking about just downloading various ones from YouTube because YouTube has free ones. Yeah. But, yeah, and just cutting them together in Audacity because I'm fucking poor. So <laughs> I actually have – okay, question for you, Nick. What do you use for audio and shit like that? I mean, I know this is the longest outro ever, but seriously, the longest outro ever? Dean. Dean. What? I love you, Dean. I love you. I'm Ryan Porterfield. Yeah, Ryan, your turn. We can talk about the shit after the show. Why am I trying to go off on the... Ryan, who the fuck are you? (laughs) (laughs) Find me on Ello, ello ello.co slash cheddarhawk54. Find me on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter, at shadowhawk54. Oh, yeah, my Instagram, uh, at actual Nick Ruger, if you want to find me on Instagram. Actual Nick Ruger? Yes. Okay. Uh, not off. any of the fake fucking Nick Krugers out there. <laughs> By the way, sh- uh, uh, Ryan, I wanted to show this to you. My granddad, since when I got arrested and my flashlight got broken, remember the cop pulled my flashlight in half? Yeah. My granddad got me a replacement, but it's not a flashlight. It's an industrial-ass laser pointer. It is <laughs> fucking badass. going to go a very different Look at this shit. Look at this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, lightsaber. Yeah, you mean a lightsaber? I know. I got you a lightsaber. And you can see it through because I vape in my room. You can see the actual fucking. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm super excited about is what it's called. Can you read that? No. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. I was wondering how that connected. Yes. Yeah. Isn't it great? Nice. Sharpie in a 54 right next to it. <laughs> I feel so validated right now. You don't even know. <laughs> I love this. This thing is so fucking strong, dude. I could hit a fucking low-flying AeroCare helicopter with it. Nice. And get Anyway, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. That would make me a terrorist, probably. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll make you some kind of criminal, so. Probably. Uh, continue. You said Elo. What else is there? No, I said everything. I said Elo, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Shadowhawk54 on everything Shadowhawk but Elo, 54. right? Who are you? I 
am Dino. Holy shit, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I am Dino. Um, this no, is uh, is Drinky Files, obviously. I, I'm sorry, I was about to do the Dino Files outro. My bad. Um, no, I'm Dino, and you can find me on Twitter at Dean Wisner, W-I-S-E-N-E-R. You can also find me on Google Plus at or plus Dean Wisner, Google.com slash plus Dean Wisner. Um, I'm Dean Wisner on LO as well. I'm Dean Wisner everywhere except Facebook, and I'm not going to give you Facebook because fuck Facebook. We hate Facebook. Um, Even though you use oh, it every day. I know. Well, this is the thing that I've said on on many occasions. The only reason Facebook is still around is because they have a monopoly on your friends. Yeah. Um, Be in the world, not of the world. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> 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 that rounds out our discussion on religion. Yeah, it really does. This whole thing I, is veiled criticism of Catholicism. Exactly. Okay, so man, this has been fun. I really like this. I like Hangouts better than Skype. I think that's yeah, that's, that's the real moral of the story. Is fuck Microsoft. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Less than not shit. So. Oh, Stephen. Title of the episode: Fuck. Um, yes. Uh, okay, so there are a few of us here that are developers. Go ahead and plug an app. Um, the only one I really have out there is IPST, which is only for Ingress people. Uh, I mean, the one I'm working on now isn't even in beta yet, so... Okay. Look for... Well, then I guess that was fucking bullshit for me to bring up. I'm working on a, uh, I'm working on a couple of games. They're tabletop. Yeah, yeah, games! People like games! People play games! Plug it! There you go. Okay, so I got, uh, the Roll With It system, which is coming out pretty soon, and we're also gonna be launching a beta for, uh, Mind, which is Murder Your Darlings. Uh, we had an N because it's just fun. Um, but two role-playing games, very narrative-driven, very fun. Um, low mechanical sort of focus. Uh, it's not D&D, it's more about telling stories. Yeah, Roll so, With It sounds like a D&D reference. Yep, yeah, it kind of is, kind of isn't, so lots of fun. If we're if we're plugging games, I'm gonna plug one that I have had no part in developing. I'm just a fan of. Uh, West of Loathing is coming to Steam from Oh, the good. System of Loathing. Oh yeah, that was the one you told us about. Yeah. It it looks pretty awesome. Wasn't that from the same guys who made, or is it not from the same guys who did uh, video games hot dog? Yep, that's from the guys who do video games hot dog. Yeah, yeah, that's what uh, Zach Johnson. Uh, not the golfer Zach Johnson, the other Zach Johnson. The dev, the dev Zach Johnson. Yeah, the dev, uh, Zach Jick Johnson, uh, Riff Connor, Kevin Simmons, uh, Wes, I'm a bad person, and I don't remember his last name. It's from dudes. You can't be expected to remember all the last names, man. It's true, Are you having THC right now? We're all just like... Well, you can't be expected to remember that. Well, uh, just people trying to connect, man. We're just, <laughs> trying, we're just trying to get through, man. I've had a six-pack of alcoholic root beer. Leave me alone. I, I really hope that your listeners also are drinking while they listen. Because uh, it's so perfect listening drinking files. I'm enjoying this, and I'm sober as fuck. Well, there is you go. That's true. Actual, yeah, that's true. We, we like to be funny for sober people as well. Actually, However, I, 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 I will say, I actually listened to an episode of Drinking oh, Files. Yeah. You. <laughs> you listened to wait a minute. I, actually, okay. this is what I wanted to hear. Actually, Chris, okay. what did you just say? Yeah, I actually listened to an episode of Drinky Files while I was at work. It was uh, I was working for a local college, and while I was sort of making my rounds for the evening, doing my walk around, uh, I listened to Drinky Files. 
uh, a, a one episode that actually Steven was uh, was featured in. So that's why I was yeah, listening. that was the one with the Whoa. Supergirl kryptonite abortion, right? Yes, that was the one. <laughs> yes. And actually, it Supergirl took me a couple nights to get through abortion. because that's it was awesome. long, and my rounds only lasted about forty minutes. <laughs> yeah, it but, was yeah. like a. Th- it was like that one went almost three hours, didn't it? It was long. That was a long one for yeah. sure. Um, this one's all right. pretty long too. That's yeah, well, we're we're gonna trim long. some stuff out, I'm sure. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. And also, some of the technical problems that we had, I'll trim out. I'll also trim out uh, the breaks are going to be shorter. The breaks are going to be way shorter. So, yeah, it'll be it'll be much shorter than the recording time. Uh, <coughs> anyway. Appropriate. Um, I actually do. You, you said people drinking along with us. We do have a drinking game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's a little off right now because we're on... Because of the way that we're recording it now, we're recording it remotely. I'm here. Ryan, you're there. Everyone else is there with you. Um, that's what remotely means. <laughs> so, <laughs> the welcome to Drinky Files. Where exactly. we find things. <laughs> but I'll get back on. I'll I'll get back in the groove of doing the stuff that triggers a lot of stuff in the drinking game, and, and it'll be back. It'll be back. <laughs> And I'm going to post it because a lot of it does apply. I think Ryan made some shitty jokes and, uh, you know, well, stuff like that. I mean, that goes without saying. <laughs> That's why it's in the drinking game. All right. Uh, this has been Drinky Files. Find us at dean-o.net and dean-o.church. Uh, go I'm so happy you remembered both of those. Guys, we need money to pay for alcohol because alcohol costs money, and holy shit, we don't have that. It really does. <laughs> uh, files. Yeah, patreon.com slash files, exactly. Um, all right, that's it for this show. I guess we will uh, we will drink at you later, maybe. Huh? Uh, what? <laughs> There's not going to be a next episode? Is that what you just said? That's bullshit. I said later. Maybe. You said maybe. I don't know. It's because that didn't make any sense. The fans are outraged. (laughs) (laughs) There will be a next episode, Dean. All all two of them. All two of them are outraged. There will be a next episode. Are you guys backing your own Patreon? (laughs) 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 Like, there are almost a couple bucks. Like someone comes to our Patreon and is like, oh, they don't have any patrons. Like, I'm not going to back this. But no, we back ourselves. And they come and like, oh, people are backing this. It must be good. All all of two people. It's like putting a couple of dollars and the coins that you have in your own tip jar. Just to show that someone else has paid for this. Wait, hang on. (laughs) Hang on. We're talking about tip jars now? Just the tip. I guess. (laughs) Just the tip jar. That's this is done. Word for word, a sign in Borderlands at Moxie's. Yeah. Yep. What is? Just the tip jar. Yeah, actually, that's uh, that's another thing we've been doing is we've been doing a Borderlands two play. Yeah, it's been awesome. Oh, have you? Strongly yeah. recommend. Good, good. We need to do a crossover episode for real, bro, because that's the kind of shit I'm interested in. That shit, that kind yeah, of get... video games with a twist of academia. I love that kind mm-hmm. of shit. So. Yeah, we might be able to work something out. on the podcast, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so that's it for this show. Um, I'm not gonna say we'll drink at you later again. I'll just say we will do this again and a little bit. Uh, yeah, probably in a little bit, maybe in a longer bit, but definitely going to happen again. We uh, will be drinking. They will be drinking. You won't be drinking. Yeah. You won't be drinking. I bet we collectively. <laughs> it's the royal. I think this is a good goal. I think this is actually a good goal. We have to keep doing this show 
for how old are you? 18? We I'm have 18. To, huh? I'm 18, yeah. We have to keep doing this show for three more years so that you can drink on the show. It's actually it's more like two more years because I'm going to be turning 19 in a couple months. Okay, so. two more years then, and then if we need to cancel the show, we can cancel it. But it has to go for two more years. So and then the, the, the episode... Drink at least one episode. The episode Nick drinks is the last episode. That's <laughs> the finale. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be horrible because it'll be like the first time I'll ever have a drink. <laughs> That on the series finale of Drinky Files, Nick finally drinks. It's going to be great, so tune in. I didn't even get to do my snake. <laughs> it's not as good when I'm drunk. Yeah, I think this is a good time. We ended this <laughs> six minutes ago. Yeah, this, this podcast yeah. was over like five minutes ago. I don't know where we're still going. Bye! Dino Ned is a podcast network that brings you the listener donation-supported podcast. These shows are supported exclusively by their creator and their listeners. There are no ads on this network. That means the podcast you listen to is the product, not you. And remember, Dino Net is always looking for great shows to join in our movement. If you've got a podcast or you want to start a podcast and you feel like you would fit well with our family, come on, send us an email at deanwnet at gmail.com. Oh,